Hello gamers and welcome to episode 344 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for September 19th, 2021. I am one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? All right, man. Um, It's been an all right week. It's been okay. You know, not too hot. But it's just funny because like it gets a little humid, but it's not really hot. Mm-hmm. And But then we get some cool nights. So it's... It's like the fallish weather. We're getting fallish. There, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but we got some sad news um, that happened. Comedian Norm Macdonald passed away at sixty-one. He was battling cancer. I didn't even know he was battling cancer. I don't think anybody uh, did. Yeah. Yeah, something he, he probably kept to himself, uh, or like he didn't talk about. It like, cause somebody did. I remember somebody said. He did the joke, but maybe it was an inside joke. Maybe it was something that wasn't on television. Yeah, I did see that joke where he was talking about like fighting cancer. <laughs> At the end, it's kind of like a like a, um, a draw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah a draw yeah. because because yeah, because you die and the cancer dies. Yep. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it's I I, I always like Norm Macdonald. I, I saw a little bit of him on SNL on Weekend Update, mm-hmm. but I was really young, so I didn't really get all the jokes then. Yeah, but. I remember seeing him on different shows. I remember saw him. I remember seeing him on Drew Carey. Oh, he yeah. was his guest star up there. Uh, he was like Drew Carey's bully. And yeah, because I remember when he Drew Carey, he finally stood up to him, and he still beat him up. And Drew Carey said, "My mom was lying." He said, "She said that bullies <laughs> were really just cowards." He's a very brave bully. He's a very <laughs> brave bully. <laughs> Uh, but and when he had a show, it was only it was short left, only three seasons. But I, I watched it. Mm. I liked it. I liked it for those three seasons that I was on. And seeing other things, of course, the most recent one is Mike Tyson mysteries yeah. as the pigeon. And then he had a, like a talk show on Netflix. I never watched it though. Oh really? But he was talking to mm-hmm. special guests and things of that nature. I don't know how long that lasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I saw that. I mean, I saw one of his. Stand ups, and I don't know if that was his last one, but I, it has to be the most recent one the one like Hitler's dog, it was called. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty funny, I, I did like it, but yeah, uh, sad to see him go, absolutely. Um, and and young, I mean, 61 mm-hmm. is not it's not old, man. I mean, it's not old, old, I mean, people that past 61, uh, so I mean, because my parents are older than 61, mm-hmm. and your, your mom's like like 92, so yeah, see, we all, yeah, <laughs> wow. people live, um. Uh, Pass. What? What? What's so funny? Oh, wow! Well, is she? I'm sorry, I got that not, wrong. Not quite 92. <laughs> yeah. not quite. But anyway, so what else we got here? Uh, I guess I just go right into sports. All right, so we have football, NFL. The first weekend, my Washington team lost. The Ravens lost. So local teams both lost, but the Washington team played a Thursday night game in which they won. So I'm happy about that. Even though they should have lost the game, but thank <laughs> God the Giants made mistakes and they blew it because we missed the field goal that would have won it. But somebody jumped offside, so the Giants and mm. gave us a second chance. And I was like, "Oh, there's a God. There is a God." <laughs> I said, "There, there you go." So I was like, "Because if we were start zero two, I would have been singing the blues today. I would have been talking about how okay, I hope we lose every game from now on. So we can get <laughs> just get that top, top pick. pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just get that top pick now." Because <laughs> that's that's exactly what I would have said. Because I was like, Giants are one of the worst teams in the league. I am not. I was like, if we had lose toss to them, I was like, okay, forget this season. This is over with. Let's just focus on next year. 
It's just trade everybody. Uh, so, as our defense has been styled as like a uh, top five defense. Oh. And right now, we are not top five. We are giving up <laughs> yards like crazy. We're not getting a lot of touchdowns. Uh-huh. Um, we get up quite a few touchdowns, but not a lot because if Giants would have scored actual touchdowns instead of kicking field goals, they would have won that game. But we did stop them from getting touchdowns, but we just can't get no pressure on the quarterback. Like they get down the field and then we have a pretty okay, a pretty good, maybe you should say, goal line defense. But I don't want to have just a goal line defense. I want to be able to go three and out. Like the Giants didn't punt a lot and it kind of pissed me off. It's like just y'all kept talking about this defense. Like that was the best thing about this team was this defense. And now I'm saying, this is the same shit I've seen other years. Like, it's not even good as last year. So, as of right now, mm-hmm. I hope things get better. But our backup quarterback, um, Heineke, because our starting quarterback got hurt the first weekend. But me and, like, some other fans, we weren't that upset. Like, I'm sad for him that the quarterback got hurt. And I did want to see Fitzpatrick. I want to see how he do with this team. But Heineke was the guy that looked good last in the last year. Right. The guy who did great in the playoffs against Tom Brady. And he did great in another previous game. So people, some people was like, hey, I kind of want to see Haneke, see what he can do. And he showed that he's pretty good. Like, he got some good plays going in that first game against the Chargers. And this game, he got us in the game now. And, like, he got us the lead. I mean, he got us down the field to get a field goal. Now, he did throw an interception. You do one interception that was crucial. Like, he was he was the best thing on the field, except for the wide receiver that was actually catching the balls, um, McLaurin. But he made up for that interception. He got us back downfield to get the field goal and win the game. So, yeah, he deserves, like, I think McLaurin probably should get the game ball, but he's, like, number two. Yeah, McLaurin, our wide receiver, he's been great, like, ever since he's a rookie. Nice. And he's just a guy like I wish they would just either sign him now, give him a nice, give him a nice contract, nothing ridiculous, because he's going to get a point. He's going to want a ridiculous contract, and then we might overpay him, or not, probably not overpay him, but pay him so much that we can't get anybody else. Right. Or he'll go to another team. Because another team would be like, "Hey, we'll pay him this money," <laughs> and then we'll lose him. So I'm like, "Get this guy now. He is good." So yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, you know, I, I didn't do my predictions this year about, like, what I think was going to happen this season. I, I didn't think the uh, Washington team was going to win the division. I had the Cowboys winning. So uh, that's not going to be a surprise if they don't win. I did have them being winning eight games, which will be a losing record now because now we're playing 17 games. <laughs> so I had them being eight and nine. I, I still kind of leaning towards that. But we'll see if they get any better. Um, the team, I think, can win a Super Bowl. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I, I'll just say the Chiefs, just for the hell of it. Um, the Chiefs <laughs> are going to win a Super Bowl. They, they should have won last year because Tom Brady cheated. So <laughs> the, they, they, they'll win this year. And it'll be the Chiefs versus, let me see, what team am I going to pick? Uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs versus uh the Rams. I'm going to say Chiefs versus the Rams. That's that's going to be the Super Bowl. And then the Chiefs are going to win. Wait a minute. Was the... No. 
who the Chiefs beat? It was the 49ers they beat. Yeah, they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl they, when they won two years ago. Mm. The Rams went three years ago and lost to the uh, Patriots. Okay. The Ravens, uh, I, I'm i rooting for them. Because, I man, I'm rooting for really Lamar Jackson. Like, I like Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And people are now getting a little down on him. Like, they think he's not. Uh, hold on real quick. Sure. So, what was I talking about? Football. Yeah, so like those are my predictions. I just gonna, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be the Chiefs versus the Rams, and that's it. Oh yeah, I see. I was talking about uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I am rude for because people are kind of down on him, and because they're saying like, can he be the guy like to really make a like he's a good quarterback, but can he become a great one? Right. Like, can he really take over? Well, thing is, one problem is that their offensive line doesn't seem doesn't seem like it's that good from the first game anyway. Uh, so, because he was running, he was running and it wasn't like made, like he was, he wasn't doing it on purpose. Yeah. 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 He he was like being chased. So hopefully the offensive line would get better and maybe the, maybe the Raiders defensive line is pretty good. I don't know. Cause it's the first, it's the first game of the season. So it's kind of hard to tell what's going to be, um, going down the line, Mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, it was, it was a good, it was a good week. It was a fun week watching football. Um, college football, Alabama still undefeated. They played a good game against Florida. Well, Florida played a good, good game against them, I should say, but they couldn't do it. Um, they were in Gainesville, I believe. It's Gainesville, right? Isn't that where the University of Florida is? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm called Gatorland. It's in Gatorland. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> they yeah, it they couldn't do it. I was rooting for them. Um, Maryland is undefeated still. They beat Illinois. I forgot when they played. I think it was during a weekday, maybe. Oh, because right. I thought it was on Saturday, but I already saw the score. The score was already done hmm. by the time the 12 o'clock game was on. So I was like, oh, they must have played. I must have missed it. I didn't know. But, yeah, so that's good. Only three more games, and they have a bowl game. So all Maryland has to do is win three more games to get a bowl game. Even though, I mean, I want better than that. But, hey, I'll take what I can get as of right now because all my teams, I like, pretty much suck. Because the Orioles are – well, actually, I don't know if the Orioles still have the worst record in baseball. Really? Let me see. Um, I think they're fighting with be Arizona. It's worse? Wow. Yeah, Arizona um, was, was worse at one point because um, Orioles were, like, over them. Orioles are 47 and 101. Yeah, 101 Dalmatians. All right. Uh, no, the Orioles are the worst because Arizona is 48 and 100. Mm. So we're a fighting – for the worst. It should be like a, a playoff game for the worst teams. So who would get like the dunce cap? Yeah, it's a loser's the bracket. Season. Then you can come yeah. back in and win the whole thing. No, no. They ain't going to do it's that. like fighting game tournaments. But the Yankees, yes. They are uh, uh, technically out. If the playoffs were happening today, they'll be technically out. So I'm rooting for them to not be in the playoffs this year. Uh, I'm hoping Boston and Toronto will take their place. Uh, looks like that'll be the only two teams. Or somehow Oakland comes back and win, um, get back into it, uh, which, I mean, it's kind of hard, but it could be done. But, yeah, uh, the favorite teams are still, I mean, Dodgers and Gi- I mean, the Giants. Man, I, it's going to be amazing. Like, these two teams might win 100 games. But one of those teams are going to have to be in a one-game playoff. And I know some people are debating, like, is that fair? Like, if you won 100 games, why are you in a one-game playoff? Mm-hmm. Like, 
Uh, I kind of wish. That's why I think I wish it was just by rankings. Like you get in the playoffs, but after that, you go by records. Uh, because it's just like yeah. Because I was like, I Dodgers shouldn't be in a one game playoff or the Giants if the Giants fall back and fall to the wild card. Like you're y'all the two best teams in the league. That's this. Does, it just doesn't seem right. <laughs> like you're in a one game playoff, but. That's just how it is. Um, that's just how it goes. But yeah, so that's baseball. Tampa Bay is the best team in the American League as far as records go. But good for them. The the place is so funny. Like Tampa Bay is the best team in American League, probably with the worst damn attendance. <laughs> it's nobody gets uh, the same though. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious what's worse, their attendance or like the Baltimore attendance. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay was still worse. All right, so. Uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say. I get really uh, no other news. Anything basketball happen? Uh, nothing of note that I could think of. Yeah. So, what? Uh, any big wrestling news? Anything happen? Uh, nothing big this week. Just fallout from the the pay per view with AEW. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson now is going to be challenging Kenny Omega next Friday on their Rampage show. They're doing a big New York show for Dynamite and Rampage this coming week at Arthur Ashe Stadium, which I think is where they do like the U.S. Open or something like that. I think it's like a tennis yeah. place. Um, so there is Arthur Ashe is a tennis player. That was the, the most famous black tennis player. Oh. See, I know nothing about racist. tennis. And, racist. And I'm racist, apparently. Yes. Racist against tennis. Um, yeah, so they're going to they're gonna have those big shows. Uh, I think that's a non-title match right now. So there's a chance that Daniel Bryan might win. Bryan Danielson. Got to get used to saying that. Um, but yeah, overall, those shows should be pretty good. They got some, some big matches. WWE... Uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. There is something actually happening in WWE because they're like, all shit, people are watching AEW, so we got to do something. They had Big E cash in the money in the bank, which he won at the pay-per-view, and win the title off of Bobby Lashley. So Big E is currently your WWE champion. So that's that's very nice. Um, Okay. And they're doing on... They're doing like a European tour right now, so I think they're sort of shorthanded on talent that'll be on TV next week. Cause they, I don't think they're filming that stuff. So they're going to do the new day, Biggie, Kofi and Xavier versus the bloodline, which is um, Roman reigns and the Usos. So that should actually be pretty incredible, despite the fact that it's going to be on TV and there'll be commercials in between, but yeah, otherwise WWE is kind of, trash still right now but that is that's pretty exciting biggie's a good dude seemingly everybody was coming out afterwards like from all the companies just talking about how excited they were to see uh biggie finally get the title so it's very cool i'm looking at something an article um uh i think this uh a woman named renee parquet or something like that yes Uh, she is uh formerly Fuck, I don't even remember what her name was on WWE now. She is John Moxley's wife, and she uh what what the fuck was her name? Renee. I can't remember. But yeah, she used to do she was like the interviewer and also had a short stint on commentary on WWE for a while there. Yeah, she said uh thinks that Big East push may be due to AEW 
nipping at the heels of WWE. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people are saying because it was literally like, um, Bobby Lashley had a match against Randy Orton Monday, but like Monday morning, Big E just tweeted like, y'all my cash in tonight. <laughs> so it was like, it, it felt very just out of the blue. And obviously like when you have the money in the bank contract, like everything is usually kind of out of the blue. Like it's a surprise cash in usually, unless it's somebody that's like, I'm challenging you in the main event of WrestleMania. But you you don't get that too often. So it, it, to kind of do that, do the surprise thing, but also give people the heads up that they should probably watch by having Big E tweet that out, it kind of, you know, it, it, it kind of makes you think like, oh, yeah, they're, they're dipping lower in the ratings. Because I think based on like demographic or something like that, Dynamite did better than Raw, uh, Raw last week or something like that. So... Mm. Yeah, I mean WWE still so, making so that so that's the first time money, so. that's the first time it's beaten it. Uh yes, but it, it was specifically in like demographic like nineteen to thirty five or whatever that nonsense is like numbers that people don't actually really care about unless you're a TV exec or some like rabid fan that has to prove that. Well, that's the, thing the people that I talk watch. to. <laughs> people TV I associate execs? with. No, the eighteen <laughs> to thirty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's kind of where. Oh damn, I'm out of I'm out of that demographic now. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, you just, I remember I used to be part of that demographic, you know, Daniel. You used to be part of the most important demographic, Dominic. Now you're falling off. That's what happens. Age gets us all. All right, so I guess we'll move on to what we're watching. So. Yeah. You didn't watch the What If? I watched What If, yeah. I watched What If, and I oh, saw okay. the, the Hawkeye trailer. Did you see that? No. Yeah, it, it looks pretty good. It seems like they're doing like a Christmas timey thing, which is appropriate for when that's releasing, like the end of November. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the Matt Fraction comics that they're basing it off of, where they introduce Kate Bishop, but I haven't actually read them, so I'm intrigued to see what they do with that if it's similar to that comic or if they you know kind of borrow things from it and go their own route the way mcu kind of does all the time all right so i guess well i guess i'll just talk about what i watch and then i be going to what if yeah we can so, spill shit out of that <laughs> so uh, yeah like i have up here anime rabbit hole because I've been watching anime. I've been watching anime for a while now, though. I just haven't been talking about it. Like different types of anime, mm-hmm. uh, mainly just the mainstream TV shows. Uh, like, I mean, I was watching Naruto, and I have to say, with Naruto, um, I, I think I talked about this before, though. But it has a lot of filler. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, the the first series because it's Naruto, and I don't know what the subtitle is. I think it's just Naruto, and then it's Naruto should. Um, sh- Shippuden, whatever okay. it's called, Shippuden um, or something like that. And, yeah. yeah, and that's when he's a little bit older. Everybody's oh, okay. older, like a few years later, like three years later from that time it ended or whatever. So it's like I don't know what season it was, but whenever they finish, um, where Sasuke, his friend, his his friend and me, I guess you call <laughs> like they they're always were rivals. I should say when he left the village. 
which is kind of like in the first half of all those seasons. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a total nine seasons. So I know it's within like the first half of the seasons when he leaves. After that, I was seeing like everything was worthless. <laughs> like I mean, oh, yeah. I mean it was. I mean, not that it was bad. It's just that it wasn't really part of the main storyline. Mm-hmm. Like all these other stories, and I was like, good god. Because then when it ended, I'm thinking like, okay, this is the last season. I guess I won't see Sasuke again. Still didn't see him. He said, God, he's still gone? And then Naruto said, I'm going to go on and train with uh, Pervy Sage. Well, he calls him Pervy Sage because the Sage is always looking at ladies. So he calls him, uh, calls <laughs> okay. him Pervy Sage. At least so, they're self-aware. And, and, <laughs> so he's going to train. And then that's when they do the Naruto um, Shippuden. Um series when I mean, he comes back he's older everybody else is older and that's when they start really going to that's when the story line seems to pick up big time now when they start going to things that i'm interested in i was like good god so they went through like almost like five years or something of just shit <laughs> and then they go to this i said man i said that's a lot of stuff i mean it, it was like i said it wasn't bad but like when i'm like into this story that y'all trying to tell and then you just kind of just go away from it. I mean, you can look at it as being like, okay, Naruto's training now. Like, he's doing these other missions, and he's kind of growing. But he kind of doesn't really grow that much. He's still he's still a freaking, uh, like, he's still um, headstrong and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still hit who he is. He's just a little bit stronger, like, just physically. But it, I was like, I, that that is so weird that you do that. I mean, so, like, I've never seen a show do, do that before, have done that before. Like you just really just go away from the the main story. Like I could see like you just deviate a little bit. Like yeah. okay, there's a little side story happening. Then you move back. Y'all went through like seasons of just side story. I said that's crazy. Anyway, so I've been watching that. Also, I've been watching One Piece. One Piece. I went through a lot. Um, I finished all the episodes on Netflix, but that's not the whole. That's not all of them. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know why. I guess Netflix doesn't ha- didn't have the rights to the other episodes. I don't know what's going on with that, but it is on Hulu. So I was like, oh, I can watch it on Hulu now, even though I don't like watching them on Hulu because Netflix Netflix is the best app out of all of them as far as interface. Mm-hmm. There's no interface better than Netflix. And thing is, like compare like Disney HBO Max HBO Max on Roku is the worst. I, HBO uh, Max period is the I I wouldn't say the worst, but it's pretty bad. It's slow. It it's yeah. It's bad. I don't know what's worse than it though. From the apps I use, I don't Apple know what's worse. Apple TV than it. is not great. Oh okay. <laughs> oh no no. I well, I just started, but the thing is, I don't really watch it. Mm. I was just testing it out. So okay, so that's the worst. So I I can see that being worse. All right. So yeah, HBO Max is the, as far as the one I use regularly is the worst. Hulu's not that great. Uh. It's okay. It's probably the second best, maybe, maybe, but it it's not that great. It's just that I don't get why they can't just be better. I don't get it. <laughs> like that Netflix has been out there for so long. Yeah. Like I think y'all should be just copying them. But whatever. But so I've been watching One Piece up there. One Piece is fun.
it's it's very comical. So they have those big fight scenes, just like they do and have all these animes and stuff like that happen. But it's really about like friendship and stuff like that. Like these people been together. Like since I watched all the episodes, like oh now I see like how they develop these characters as the show goes along. I think they do a good job with that. How they become friends and how they are friends together. Like all the things they've been through together on these trips. I mean, all these voyages they've been doing, all these adventures and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, with Naruto, it's weird. Because they treat, like, Naruto like shit. (laughs) And, I mean, you know why. You you know why, because he has the demon fox in him. I mean, no, 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 no. Well, no, actually, they don't know he has demon fox. His friends, well, his so-called friends don't know that. They didn't know that till later on. Like, some of the villagers knew that but they were told to keep it a secret not to tell him mm. they said don't ever speak of it again if you speak of it you will be punished so that's why people were kind of not being around him or, or parents would say hey don't don't play with him or something but eventually people like they be around him and stuff but they thing is they just didn't like him because he will always fail in classes he will always like not be able to do none of the uh like uh, some of the um, martial arts well and things of that nature, the jitsu and stuff like that. So they'd be like, oh, he's a loser and stuff like that. But he always proves them wrong. And then eventually, I guess they became attached to him. People start getting attached to him then when he started doing things right. But I never knew why he thought Sasuke as his friend because they never really done anything to be friendly. I mean, they have when the fights happen, they defended each other. But it was just like, it always felt like, hey, we're part of the same village, so we're going to defend each other because we're part of the same village. But they, when they're not defending defending each other, they're always like rivaling each other. But I guess that that's just a different type of friendship. I guess it's a friendship of like, hey, you're my rival, but when they're not like buddies, like they don't go eat ramen together or something <laughs> like that. Is I don't know. It's just like I don't I don't get it. But like it's kind of different. With One Piece. One Piece. These guys are friends. I mean, they fight and stuff like that too, but they're they're friends. Uh, so it's it's a it's a cool show. It's like uh, it's something. It's like a guilty pleasure. Like I'm watching these most of the time while I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. These shows because they're so they're anime. So a lot of things is just them talking a lot. <laughs> you know, not a lot of action happening and shit takes forever. Now Naruto is the worst. I mean, it might be up there with Dragon Ball Z. It might be worse than Dragon Ball Z. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh boy, because it be it, it, they will be on this same fight or something episodes and like just staring matches now see with netflix you can put it to 1.5 speed on your computer so that's what i start doing and i have this app on google uh that can make any video faster so Mm. i've been on hulu because hulu doesn't have that where you can make the shows faster but Mm. i use this app man putting that shit on like 1.5 speed or even two times sometimes <laughs> yeah makes it so much better like these episodes you realize naruto is a very short show like those shows are short where you put it that fast like man they ain't much happening in these shows like you it's literally gonna be like three episodes it's probably just like a regular half hour show for like a normal american show so yeah i love watching that stuff like that what other show? Um, so I watch One Piece, Naruto. I also watch um, One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Because I want to know what the hell this is about. It's like, how do you like a show <laughs> where a guy just kills somebody with one punch? Right. Well, I guess because he doesn't get to the bad guys all the time by the time other heroes do. Like, you might be other heroes fighting them, and then he'll finally get there. 
and then you'll punch him. Oh, it's okay. it's more of a comedy though. It's 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 funny. It's like it's like make fun of kind of the um excuse me. Um it makes fun of like the superhero work, really. And he has this protege. Well, this guy, because he saw how strong he was, um, the cyborg, he was like, like he was like, um, hey, let me I want to be under you. I'm gonna work with you. You can teach me. He was like, oh, okay. Like, he's just no, so nonchalant. Like, he just trained hard because of, like, I think he got beat up by this bag, uh, this villain or something. I'm trying to remember. I forgot how it ended. I think he did win, but he barely won. He saved somebody. So he said he was going to train very hard. And thank you, he trained so hard and made him lose his hair, apparently. I don't know. But he's just so strong now. And, like, he... And now he's just so he like it, when it starts, he just feels so empty because he feel like he just could beat anybody. And then nobody knows him because he was thinking like, wait a minute, I saved this, save all these people and stuff. And nobody knows me. Nobody knows I did it. And that's when his um, little uh, cyborg guy. Um, I say little. He, the guy's the cyborg is bigger than him. Um, he's just that cyber strong, but just like nobody's stronger than one punch man. He just punches once. He he told him that if there's a hero service, like you gotta sign up for this hero service, like you gotta it's like a whole um thing of like being part of uh the system where you're it's like class C heroes, class <laughs> B heroes. Okay. Which is kind of like almost heroes academia, really, with that. Uh-huh. So uh well, I'll get to that too. So he joined, but since he failed the written part, I guess he did very bad at it. But he was he was way off the charts on the physical stuff. He was a class C hero. So, but his the guy who wants to learn from him, he's a class A hero because he's a cyborg. So it's easy for him to know the written stuff and everything. And he was he was strong. He's relatively strong. So, but he's uh he did move up to. I'm at the part where he moved up to B. He did move up to B. But it's just, it's really comical, like, how they go with it. Like, you're just, at one point, like, you see, like, a villain come up, and these other heroes are fighting, and they're getting beat up and stuff and something like that. And then he'll come, and he'll be talking to himself about something like, oh, man, I got to hurry up and get to the grocery store and do something. And then he said, like, um, and then, like, the guy's like, why are you ignoring me? Something like that. And then he'll just come and just punch him, and then he die. And then something like that. And then it's like, ah. And say, Ah, I have to go to the grocery store. It says, is it still time? And then the guy said, yes, um, you still got about five minutes. Said, okay, just hurry up. And then he's like, he just leaves. And it's like, it, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like, I said, oh, I see. I'm thinking like, this is, this show got to be stupid because who's going to like a show where the guy just, just wins with one punch all the right. time? But it's not that simple. It's not like, that's not what it's just about. But it's, yeah. it's comical. And people still don't know how strong he is. Like, they still look at him like a B hero, like the A heroes. Because they don't know what he could do. Mm-hmm. And then people will blame him when something go wrong. Like, he saved the city from an asteroid. But thing is, he, he didn't get there in time. Well, because they didn't call him. Because he's a Class C hero. So he couldn't go. But I think eventually he saw the A's, the um, Class A's or S's or whatever weren't, get, uh, weren't destroying it. He finally came. But by the time he hit it, it exploded to smaller, you know, meteors. And still destroyed the city. But nobody died, though. Thing is, there was no loss of life. So if he would have not did it at all, people would have died. But then a person who was jealous of him started um, started um like making like a riot, saying like, "Hey, he destroyed our city." 
he did this and blah 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 and something like that because he was he's a hero who's jealous of him mm-hmm. and because he's class c too and he was like yeah i want to make people hate him and not not him look at him as a hero and then like uh he got a little upset with that but then he changed his tune because all the class even a's were fighting this villain of uh, this fish villain who was super strong he was kicking everybody's butt. Then he came along and he beat him. But people were, one dude was like, yo, this sucks because we pay all these taxes to these heroes and a class C guy came and beat this guy. That guy wasn't that strong then. That means that these, these rankings mean nothing. <laughs> it was looking off. bad for heroes, but he, yeah, but he, he, what he did was play it off. He said, oh, I'm so glad those heroes um, weakened this guy for me. Mm. I would never beat him. <laughs> so it it helped them in that. So I was like, oh, okay. So he really doesn't care about the glory too much. I mean, he like he he cares about, it, but then he saw like I guess at that moment he was like, yeah, this is not good for the heroes and stuff like that because they they sacrifice themselves for them and there's people about to steal shit on them. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to make it good for them. And I was like, okay, so it's something there. Yeah. It's something t- more to this show than I thought. And. The last show I watched was um, I've been watching is My Hero Academia. I've been watching that series, and that show is pretty good. It's very I don't know how these shows are because they they seem like they could be for like younger ki- younger kids, mm-hmm. but then they curse, and then I'm mm-hmm. like for but it seems like it, it didn't have didn't have to. <laughs> it's like it's like why why'd you why'd you curse like it was so unnecessary. It's like it's like you. To make the teenagers feel better about watching this cartoon, though. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's for teenagers. Maybe that's what it is. Because they say shit and stuff occasionally. Not all the time. But it's just like, why? It's like, like, you didn't really have to say it. I mean, I I, like, of course, I don't care because I'm an adult. But I'm just thinking, I'm looking at a show. It's like, this could be appeal to younger kids if we didn't. Just for the random curse word you say in this show. That's it. I mean, of course you're gonna say violence, but man, we've been watching Power Rangers, so get the whatever, man. People watching <laughs> Jeff Power Rangers, GI Joe, and all that stuff, and so that look, violence has been around. So, yeah, America don't care about violence; it's really just sex, sex and cursing, basically. Um, but yeah, by your academia, it's a show. I mean, I think I talked about this before, though. Uh, it, it's the sh- it's a show about heroes. Like almost like ninety some percent of the world is heroes. I mean, maybe they have powers. I should say ninety mm-hmm. percent of the world has powers, and but a lot of powers are pretty much pointless, you know. And so not everybody becomes a hero. Like some people, um, they they got at schools and things of that nature to, for people to become heroes. And just like well, some of One Punch, they have like then you sign up, you get a like, you gotta have a hero's license, and all that shit. So. That's where this guy comes in. Um, Deku is his hero name. I forgot his real name. So he wants to be a hero. He has no powers at the time, though. And like he was upset because he's all he loves heroes and things like that. But he, had, he, he was one of the few people that didn't have powers. But All Might, which is supposed to be the greatest hero, um, he gave him his some of his power because that's how that power works with him. And usually nobody knows that. Like only a few people know that's how the power works with All Might, is that it's transferred, not born with. Like, everybody else's power is born with. His is transferred. So now, he's training with All Might's power, and, like, he's... First, he's always hurt of himself, because he's not control the strength of All Might. 
And All Might's powers are weird because, I mean, the, the power is like Superman, like really strong, you know, and shit like that. But you know how anime, they always got to call out what they're doing. And his power is like Detroit Slam or it's like all cities, like cities <laughs> or like, um, I'm trying to think, what was the other one? Like Manhattan Crush or something, something like that. And then in some ways, like I think his one of his powerful ones, like United States or something like that. So I said, I'm trying Japan. Why are you talking about a freaking like Detroit Slam? And now I wonder, is it Detroit Slam in Japan? Yeah. Or is that just how they say it here? Or is like cities in Japan, Akihabara like Tokyo Slam or something? Slam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know, but maybe it is. Maybe it is, and that is just funny him saying that but anyway yeah that show it's pretty good i do like it um though i don't like how they make these make the main character cry a lot he's always getting emotional he just cries way too much for me like every time something good happens or bad like he'd be like excited oh man this is i'm living my dream and he used to start crying i was like 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 the first time was good it's okay yeah i understand after a while, he started crying, but I was like, okay, man, you got you know, just cut down the waterworks, all right? Because, I mean, dude, like, you're crying more than a woman now. Like, I, like you, you, like, your stereotypical, like, woman crying. It's like, nobody cries, nobody cries this much. That, that's why I don't get, like, why is this man crying all the time? It's like, come on. It's like, you're making it, so you're making it so when it's really an emotional scene, it, it's not, that big because it's like oh, this dude cries all the time. It's like it's <laughs> he's like it's cried like, wolf too many times. It's like, he's literally cried about the wolf. So, other than that, though, the show is fine. Uh, yeah, I I like it. Uh, I'll try. To, oh yeah, but when they were training, even when they're training, they say um, like they were trying to um, develop their powers. And they say, hey, because all heroes gotta have like a, a special move. So you're gonna, you have to do like two of them and you have to name them. So the guy says some name. It was kind of hard to say. He said, well, see, well, see, he say, well, you have to say a name that you can really say because you got to say it um, while you're fighting. But I was thinking like, why? Why do you have to say the name while you're fighting? I said, I, I, I'm thinking like that's just for TV shows why they say the name, right? Because like it just sounds good to say like, hey, I'm about to do the ultimate slam or something. <laughs> but I'm thinking reality you don't post to say anything. You just fight. Like, why would you tell somebody you're about to like? I'm about to do all the slam. Like, this is my ultimate slam. I was like, no. I'm, that's, I was waiting for somebody to say like, oh, I, I can. I'm not going to say what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like I'm just going to go do it. But I, it's like, oh, you got to say the name of it. It's like, why well, you got to say the name? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. You don't have to say the name of your move when you're about to do it. Superman don't say his. I don't know if he has a name for his moves. Like, oh, he says like like ice breath. Ooh, like I don't see him say ice breath when he does the ice breath. Or Batman said, "I got to do the batarang," and then he throws it. Uh, it's like, I guess this is like I just want to know why was that always a thing in Japan? Of uh, people saying what they're going to do. Like, when did that come about? Or is that really what Japanese people did when they fought? Did they yes. say like I'm Even about back to, to the samurai, Dominic? <laughs> horizontal slash yeah and then oh nope i'm blocking it because you told me horizontal but then you go vertical <laughs> and then you you kill the guy that's what i did when i played bushido blade all the time but all these things which has been a common anime for since forever it's always that 
you see someone beat somebody up really bad. Well, you think they did. And then they're like, yeah, beat him. But then it's the guy gets up. He's like, how did he stop my unstoppable, my, my unstoppable attack? And then they explain how they do it. When I'm not going to explain shit. I'm just going to stop it and beat you up. And you will never know how, you, how I stopped it. Because then it's like you always give them a chance to learn from their mistakes. Because then people are like, because that's what they do. They don't say, yes, this person stopped me here. And now I know to stop them. Now I know I have to work on this. I'm like, why do the villains or the heroes say how they stop them too? Like how they stop their attacks? It's like, what are you doing? Well, that's anime. That's anime. But I don't know. I just been, yeah, I just been going, just watching these shows, just like while I'm either playing a game or doing something on my computer. I just have them on, just looking at them. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I actually been enjoying them. I actually been enjoying them. Because ain't nothing else really to watch. There's no American shows on right now that I really care about. Uh, well, actually, there is one that started. I just got to get to. See, I don't remember because people shows been going off so long that I forget what shows are back on. Uh, I know HBO has some shows start recently. Oh, really? Okay. That I think I might get into. I mean, they had a lot of shows start recently. I mean, this is regular HBO shows. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know them. Uh. I mean, I think some of them, but there's something that got rated pretty good. But I mean, I can't go by that because those tastes are just so different. All right. So I guess we can finally get into. Damn, I just went too long on that. Uh, (laughs) I get get into the what if. So you can go ahead and start, start talking about it. Yeah, so in this episode, basically the premise was Killmonger was there when Tony Stark got attacked in the desert. So instead of getting captured and building the first Iron Man suit, uh, he basically is saved by Killmonger and then partners up with him to create anime robots. Uh, basically, yeah. to okay, that's so stop right there before we get to spoilers. Okay. So, um, how did you like this episode? It was okay. It wasn't. It it's probably near the bottom, as far as my enjoyment. Racist, <laughs> racist, racist, racist. It's like I stop. I stop. I'm. It's okay for me, but I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's for the same reasons as you. Okay. I'm going to say, but you can go ahead. I thought it was okay, also, but I have my reasons. But go ahead. So I I like that they fundamentally changed an aspect of the universe that we know, basically. Oh, spoilers for now on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, spoilers. So basically by making Tony not go through this struggle in the desert and building the first Iron Man suit, he never changes as a person. He's still a war profiteer um, and, and doesn't ever really, you know, feel the need to become a hero. Um Yeah. And then on the opposite side of it, Killmonger is kind of the same character that you see in the movie to an extent. He He's manipulating his relationship with Tony to get something out of it. He gets those anime robots and then basically goes to retake Wakanda still. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still the same guy. Yeah. So that aspect of it is interesting. Them just having Killmonger... Uh, basically kill Black Panther, kill Iron Man. Well, kill Tony Stark because he, he doesn't become Iron Man. Um, and Brody. It, it just seems like 
And Rhodey. Rhodey, too. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and Rhodey as well. Um, it just seems weird that then after those events, he goes back to Wakanda and T'Challa's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's you know, welcome back, basically. Like, now he doesn't necessarily know these things happen. That's about to say. He doesn't know. Uh, but it, it's weird. It, it's, it's a weird direction because, like, in the movies, he's very, very cautious of of him returning because theoretically the, the events he's of dead. what's that? He's dead. Oh, right. He is, isn't he? Yeah, obviously. Cause he dies in. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then, <laughs> but you would think he would be apprehensive because the yes, events yes. of I, him I that, killing though. his, he, his he still killed his father. He still he, killed, he killed his father, father and left the yeah, kid behind. He killed, yeah. So I agree with that though. Yes. I would. It's a little too easy, a little yeah. too easy. So it just seems weird that, you know, he's a little more trusting than everybody else because it seems like Shuri's, you know, kind of apprehensive about what's going on there. Um, and I do like that at the end where, where you know, she seemingly is teaming up with Pepper and, you know, they're, they're going to go after Killmonger once. I they, don't like that at all. No. Okay. So tell me why yeah, you don't like don't that like aspect. It. Or uh, tell me what you did and didn't like about this episode. All right, so here's the thing. I can see why some people will see Killmonger as a villain. Because for me, I was rooting for him the whole time. <laughs> like, I was, I, not, not saying this is a good episode, though, but I was like, his motivation is really revenge. But... He had some points, which was points made in the movie about mm. y'all, this group over here, black people were enslaved. They are treated as second class citizens around the world. And you're just sitting here in the most of that's tech oh, with the, with the most, most of X technology, most of that um, civilization in the world. And you did nothing. Uh yeah, I kind of like yeah, fuck these guys. <laughs> um so Killmonger like taking over and now he he's going to help his people. I mean, he's going to revenge too, but he's going to help his people. I'm like why am why don't I like him? Now, I don't like how he goes about it though. I don't want like I don't feel like it should be World War 3. I'm just saying it should be something like I'm going to help my people. Yeah. Now, if help, you get in my way, help them rise up, basically. If, if you're going now, if you're going to get in my way, then it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then it's all good. Like it's not me. I'm not going to force war on you. But if you happen to just get in my way, then hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll, you'll see what happens. You, you, it's, it's not going to be good for you. So. Yeah, I don't like that, but I think they have to do that because they can't make it so that you're for him, really. Yeah. Because if you make it so that, hey, what's he doing wrong? It kind of messes up the whole dynamic of Black right. Panther. Who's like the actual the hero here. Hero, yeah, exactly. So they got to do that. Yeah. I don't like it personally, but that's just how they do it. Yeah. Anyway. Because at the end of the day in the movie, basically, it, it's him... Going to the extreme that pushes 
Wakanda and, and T'Challa closer to the middle to then reach out and try and help these communities, right? So then it is like, oh, we're just trying to readjust and say that Black Panther is the hero. And I think that's part of my issue with this episode is that they kind of take that subtlety and nuance away from Killmonger. And uh, with the context of the movie, you know what he's doing, but without it, this episode, he seems more villainous. Like you see him killing all the heroes and he doesn't really express what his plans are until like the very end, yeah. basically saying like, but Oh, his now quotes, that I've got the power. Why he killed them is stuff. I totally agree with. That's the bad thing. It's like, I only kill you. Agree with you killing them unless you have to. Unless you have to kill them. Yeah. Because I don't even feel like he had to kill them. But the quotes he said while he killed them, I they were all on the money for me. Like what he <laughs> said to Iron Man, like Iron Man said, like we're the same, how you saying he said because we're both orphans, right? Who lost their fathers and stuff like that. And I like what he said is that, well, the thing is you seeing us saying that how we are the same is like the problem. Mm. Like you're not the same. I'm sorry. That's just, that's just surface level shit. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. He's like, no, 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 you're not the same. Like you, and you're not seeing that. And that's where I see it. For a lot of black people see that too. It's like, you know what? You don't see it. You're, you're thinking because like we're because like, we share a, a couple of experiences. Yes, then we're all of yeah. A sudden, yeah. Same, same. Now, the experiences of a black man and experiences of, of, of black people, experience of white people, they are different, man. You may got some surface levels. You got some things that may be similar, but it's different. Yeah. There's a difference. Tony's dad uh, died and, and he inherited billions of dollars. Killmonger's exactly. dad died and he's left in the streets <laughs> by himself. Exactly. Like, his left with a single mama who had to t- take care of him. Mm-hmm. Which I wish I wish they would have delved more into that too. What how he was brought up after his father died. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I wish I knew that. Well, also, I have good news for you, said, Dominic. We're going to get a Killmonger origin story at some point. I'm sure the character is that character is just too too popular to just leave on the table, Dominic. Disney. I don't see Disney's how that can you. work off for Disney. I don't see that how to be that can be a Disney a Disney movie without it being. It would be horrible. I mean, it, I can't see it being good, <laughs> being a Disney movie. Like, I, it would have to be like the people who did um, Daredevil do this shit, mm-hmm. or some of Luke Cage. It, it can't be people who done these other Disney movies. It won't be it can't Falcon be and the Winter Soldier. It can't. It can't. It can't be like for kids. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then you have uh, him with Brody when Ro- uh, he was talking about. I forgot the exact lines, but Brody basically saying on all the lines like trying to fix things from the inside. Like, right. Because he's yeah. like trying to change an inside. Yeah, now, you said you this can't fix the system without my, being part of the system or something part of the like system. that. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. This is, this is an argument I always had for some years. Like, I hear people always say that. Like, hey, change the system from the inside. Like, you get in there, you make some changes. Tell, please tell, show me an example when that has ever happened. <laughs> I need an example of when that happened so I can feel better about it. Yeah. Thing is, I have never, ever in the history of this country have ever seen that happen with somebody going into some place and they changed it from the inside, especially from black people. I never see that. The police is still the same. 
still the same. School system is horrible. I mean, you could look at Dharma City. You can look at our news, man. Right now, what's going on with the school system? It's fucking. It's fucked. It's been fucked up for years. Oh yeah. It's been fucked up since I've been there. It's probably been fucked up since I've been even, there. So even when we were in there, yeah, absolutely. So it, it it's like, come on. And that's just Baltimore City. I mean, I'm sure the county has its problems too. Uh, like I'm definitely sure, but public school systems is just in this in these areas is not great within these areas. Maybe outside in those other counties, they're they're a whole lot better. But especially especially the city's the worst. The city's the worst. But yeah, it. And there's plenty of black people in there. Hell, as as, as far as the city is, actually more black people. Uh, so, but still, the system's still fucked up. It it's that has not ever worked. So, like, I agree. Like him, kill like, um, uh, Killmonger. Well, now he doesn't say that. I think he just says along with like he doesn't want to change the system. He wants to just burn destroy it. Down. it. Yeah, they burn it. Yeah, burn it down. So, I kind of agree with him on that. Like, yeah. Because it's not working, it's not working. You you being an inside ain't doing shit, it, and and that's tr- that's the truth. You can't show me no proof of it. So it's like there's aspects of the show I do like. I like yes, but I don't like how they they make them go to extreme. But I understand why mm-hmm. because then you're make <laughs> look at some point you try not make things too black and white, but at some point you gotta make it somewhat. You know, yeah. it's still a hero. It's this is still. This isn't um, which we call it. Uh, what what what's what's the what's the movie called? Uh, or the comic book Watchmen. This isn't Watchmen. There's no <laughs> fucking bunch of grays, you know. <laughs> it's they like you can have you can show a little gray, but it's still a hero, you know. It's just still about heroes and villains. You got to have your heroes and villains. So I know why they did it. It's just that they did it for me. It's more they did it to a character I connect with that's the problem that's why really, it's a personal thing like they, they did it with a character i connect with so it's like i like this villain this villain says things i totally agree with i just don't wish he doesn't go as extreme but i'm not i don't exactly want him to die either by these other people <laughs> it's like i don't want so when i saw like pepper and siri together i was like bullshit no i say like, nah i don't want that it's like, no, like she's going to stop us. Oh, man. Then what they're going to do? I mean, if it happens the way that you were wanting to happen is that Siri and Pepper work it out and they get rid of Killmonger and then they, just they end up doing isolation. what they did. They they end up doing what they did at the end of Black Panther when they go to the, the UN or whatever. Talk yeah. about, we're going to share our technology with everybody. It's like, oh, the fuck? <laughs> no. Uh, But yeah, it. It was okay though. It's okay. I think. Uh, I mean, I like the individual performances. Like in, I like what Michael Michael be doing in school. Mm-hmm. I like him as his character. It's it's pretty damn good. Uh, it, it was a cool twist. I mean, it was a cool twist. Even though I was kind of hoping for more of a twist of like Killmonger not being what he was, like him not trying to get revenge in that not way. being that like, extreme. Actually killing. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping. I was hoping. He would change, like like how Tony stayed what he was. So it was kind of a change of him just staying what he was before Iron Man. While Killmonger is like, is a he's somewhat different also. Like he's not trying to 
kill like like get revenge and like say kill um Chichala and all of them. But he he does want them to know what they're doing is wrong. This is some different way. This is a different way of doing it. But I I mean I get it. I get why they went this route. But I, it it was okay. It was all right. That's how I feel about it. All right, you got anything else to say about this? No, I think I think I'm good. All right, so I guess we can get into what we've been playing. So I'll go ahead because the two games you played, I played also. Okay. So I'll just leave those for last. All right, so I played this new game called Eastward, which is a new RPG published by Chucklefish and developed by some people I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I'll be looking to develop. It's by Pixpill. I don't know if they've done anything else before this game. But this game is, I think they're Japanese, maybe, because I'm looking at their site and I cannot understand the language of the website. I don't know. It's, 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 it's Asian language. I, I also say that. I, I don't know if it's Japanese. It could be, it's Korean. I don't know. But the game is almost like a modern day Zelda, like, top, like the old Zelda style type of game, the top down, you know, games. Uh, now I only played very little of this game, uh, so uh, I can't really give like a review if it's good or bad. I've just done like I fought like one boss. This is at the beginning. Like it seems like you're in a a town, kind of like a slummy town, and you got this job of just mining, and then I guess something went wrong. Like some slug monsters got loose, and you're just beating them back. Also, I don't know if this is your daughter or maybe it's a girl you're just taking care of because she doesn't she doesn't call you dad. She calls you by your name. Okay. Uh, but then again, I've seen where people you know call their father's names for reasons. Uh, but seems like yeah, you do take care of her. Like she she had to wake you up to go work. Say go hurry and go to work because you're going to you're late and then you might lose your job. I guess it seems like you're a loser. It feels like you're like maybe that's you've been losing jobs and stuff like that. I don't know what the backstory is. But it seems so far what I played is is interesting. It's something different. It looks nice, like the graphically, like it's kind of like that pixelated, but not better than sixteen bit, you know. But not, um, but not, you know, like it, it looks better. Yeah, it's like better. Like it wouldn't be played on a Super Nintendo. It looks better than a Super Nintendo, but it's not like quite, quite like a, uh, I would say PlayStation level or something like that. It's like if there was an in between between those two, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it, the reason I say it's plays as Zelda is because it is uh like it's it is action. It seems like it's an action RPG RPG where you know you hit the A or X or whatever button I hit to swing your weapon. Also, it seems like you can equip weapons just like in Zelda, and there's also you get chests to open, and it kind of feels like that Zelda which kind of thing. So it kind of feels like almost like a a modern day, or I don't know if this is like post-apocalyptic. I just, I, I'm thinking maybe it, either it's post-apocalyptic mm, or it's, I'm just in a poor part of town. I have no idea. <laughs> like I have no idea yet. So it's more, but it's more, mo- it's, it seems like a more modern Zelda and there's no voice acting in this. Um, so just like all the Zelda games too. But yeah, it, it seems cool. It seems like Chucklefish always do these type of games, though. They all have the same type of view, you know, <laughs> normal top down, like kind of either pixelated or sixteen bitish kind of look to it. 
like all their games do, and they're not even developed by the same people. So that's what's funny. Is like they have a they, type of like, game that they like to publish, Dominic. Yeah, exactly. But I've I've seen some decent reviews for this game uh, so far. I've seen eighty four percent on Metacritic as of right now. Um, eight out of ten on IGN. I see. Uh, but yeah, so it's a game I probably will get into, and I think I'm going to stop playing Dodgeball Academia. I play a little bit more. I mean, the game is fine. It's just that this game just seems more interesting than that. Like a game I seem like I want to play more so than Dodgeball. Dodgeball, like I said, is more like Pokemon, so it feels a little on the younger side. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what it is. That it feels a little more on the younger side, and this feels a little more up my alley. Eastward, Eastward feels more closer to something. Uh, not that's for adults, just baby, just a little older. It's not Pokemon, you know. Right. It's not that. That's why I feel. Uh, but the Dodgeball game I do like because they're. I like the variety of type of dodgeball you do play as you play people. Um, I'm trying to remember what's the newest one. I did. I think I played against some robots, and they did something special. I forget what did they do. Ah, I can't remember. But they did something. It's like it doesn't feel the same. It's just like the same game all the time with dodgeball. So I do like that they do keep it interesting mm-hmm. with it. I mean, kind of like you know, golf story wasn't like this. You just hit the ball in the hole. All- I Absolutely, mean, yeah. you hit the ball in the hole, but it's yeah, but it's different. Little you know, mini the, games the kind and of- they had different, yeah, like frisbee at one yeah. point. And, yeah, they switch it up. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's why I do like Dodgeball Academia. I mean, maybe one day I'll get back into it, or maybe I'll play it piecemeal. Like I'll just play like a little bit there, and then I come back to it. Uh, but just right now, I feel like uh, I kind of want to lean towards playing Eastward. Like after I finish these two games are playing now which is the trails of cold steel which i played some more of and and the what's the other game i'm playing the ace attorney yes ace attorney game i think i'm almost in i think i'm on the last case at least it feels like it um because it's everything's connected now like mm-hmm. everything from the first game to this game like this story is connected which i I like how they do that. I like how they put it all together. Just like they did. I mean, they do this in the other Ace games too. Like the um, the trilogy. The first trilogy was like that. Like everything was connected from the first game to the last game. Um, they And they're doing it here. And it's, it's it gets really intense in some spaces. And there's some there's some twists, man, that happens. That's pretty good. So I, think, I believe I'm on the last case there. Uh, what other game have I played? I played some more Injustice 2. I think my favorite character as of right now that I played is Starfire. I seem like I really can control her very well. So I really like playing with her. Mm-hmm. And she's sexy. And uh, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. But, but no, but no, he, she, like, I can really pull, it seems like I can pull our moves pretty good. I also played with Enchantress. I don't understand her that well. I got to look up because I'm doing things to people, but I don't know what it means. Like, I'm putting some spells on them, but I don't see nothing happening. Something is. But something is happening. I just don't know what it is. I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I don't know if I'm supposed to do something else after I put the spell on them. But yeah, so I have to look up. I have to probably look on YouTube or something and see what the hell how you play with Enchantress. Um, yeah, that was like the first time I really played with Enchantress. So yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, I played a new game called Flynn Son of Crimson, which is a platforming game. Uh, it's you play it's almost a Zelda-ish type of game too, but it's side scrolling. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so gives me like Celeste vibes too from the trailer that I saw. Okay, okay, I can see that. I mean, may, uh, at least that the parts I played so far, I haven't. But I, I, but I think I know what you're talking about because the trailer I saw too, I did get those kind of vibes. I just haven't got to those stages yet. Gotcha. So, like, you have a wolf with you. Now, see, I'm still in the beginning. See, I haven't played much of this either. Like, the glider games I played, um, I didn't really play a lot of, because I was just testing them out to see if I want to keep playing them. So, I think the wolf does does things. It probably does some things with you and during the game, but I just haven't got to that point yet. But the wolf had just lost his powers. Like, it's a story behind this. Like, the wolf is like a guardian, but then something, somebody came and took its powers and I got this magic sword or something uh, that um, I guess I'm the chosen one. I don't know. But so now I have to try to get the wolf's powers back. And I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember what I played on it because it's so early. All right. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it kind of is like a side scrolling Zelda thing. It's cause, because you do get items and things of that nature. You, your health is like these. Um, diamonds, I know that. I guess it's, it's, I guess it's like your hearts, uh, basically. And yeah, once I get the sword, it seems like I got stronger. I guess it's, it's equivalent to like a master sword. I mean, it's not exactly like Zelda. I mean, of course, but mm-hmm. it's got those vibes. It looks like you probably equipped other things too. And you have these, you collect, like the stages aren't just simple just side-scrolling. Like you have to get, sometimes get keys or pull something to open the door and things of that nature. So it's, yeah, it's just not a simple, like just action side scrolling 2d game. It's, it's more to it. It is interesting though. Like it, it looks fun. It looks like something I like or something you will like. Um, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks yeah, good. It, yeah. It, it's a, it is on game pass. All right. So what else have I played? I also played Skatebird. Oh, well, no, Oh yeah, that's what um you played too. So I guess yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. So I guess we get into Skatebird, which you did mention you played. I, I remember now mm-hmm. you did mention you played. Yeah, during like the, demo like the summer games demo or whatever they had. Yeah. Um, so I tried out Skatebird, and it does feel like a Tony Hawk kind of thing with me, um, except for your bird, and it seems like you can do um you can just fly up. I guess when mm-hmm. you're doing ollies or something like that, you got a little and bit of flappy can, action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just have a hard time, like, getting to places. I mean, I'm still getting used <laughs> to the controls. Yeah. Uh, but I I was getting used to controls with Tony Hawk too, so I I can't say that. I mean, I I would just assume Tony Hawk controls better, but thing is, I was having a hard time controlling that game too because I wasn't used to it. I didn't play enough of it to get used to it. But as I was playing more of the, um, Skatebird, I was getting the a uh, little bit of a hang of it. And I mean, I do like the environments, like how it's like you are a little bird and you're in this some guy's place mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's a dorm room. I don't know what it is. It looks like um, like you see pizza boxes around and, you know, <laughs> things of that nature. under the bed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bowls under the bed. Yeah. It's <laughs> got to be like a, a, a dorm room, that kind of thing. Kung Fu on a fucking bed. But anyway. Yeah. And it's cool. Like you, you just teach it like a skate park and things of that nature. And. Like I guess the quest, if you do, that's what I did. I did like the story mode. So you talk to these birds, and they'll give you a quest, like, "Hey, do a, a grind on this on these bowls or something like that, or collect these 
uh, something, whatever I was collecting. Or like, yeah, it was something on that nature. It, it was all right to me. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I mean, it seemed like it was okay. Um, I don't know if I'll go back to playing it because I'm just not in, I mean, I'm just not in the mode to play a skate game, but mm. I had, but I, what I played, I did enjoy a bit. I didn't, didn't hate it. But since you've been playing Tony Hawk and of things on that nature, so how, how would you like it? I am, yeah, I, I don't like this game. Um, but, uh, so I'm a little confused cause I was in, I thought I was in the story mode too. And that was part of my problem is that I didn't see anybody else to interact with. I saw that there were tapes to pick up and, and clothing items to pick up, but I didn't see anybody to interact with because I think that would have added to my enjoyment would be if there was something that maybe tutorialized it a little more, like obviously the, the controls basically are the same as a Tony Hawk game, but that's kind of where I don't like it because it, it, it shares those aspects of the Tony Hawk games, but it doesn't feel nearly as tight. feels like I'm falling out of whatever move I'm doing constantly like for no reason like i'm i went up in the air i did a kickflip or i did a beat grab or something and then all of a sudden like before i even land i'm just like oh zero points and i'm falling off the board um and then i was having a lot of trouble with the camera as well like at a certain point it got extremely close to me and i just i i do have problems the camera yeah, I, I was, didn't and i couldn't adjust it in any way it didn't seem like i thought maybe at some point i pressed a button and it you know changed the camera view on me but i kept pressing all the things and i went into the menu and it didn't seem like that fixed anything because i don't remember it being as bad at the beginning of my run as it was near the end when i stopped playing it um you know, with you saying that there are things to interact with in the environments, I, I'll maybe go back to it and check it out and maybe get. Well, the a first bird I noticed it. was you have to go up on a table. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to see because I, I, I obviously just like missed him completely. But, yeah, that, that's because I was playing around. Um, because hmm. I didn't know it was a story mode either. I was like, "Where? Who? What I'm supposed to do?" Right. And then I, I went up top. And then I saw a bird, and I got close to it, and it said, press X to interact. And mm. then you start talking to the bird. Yeah, because that, that would make a lot more sense. Because really, I was just skating around, and I'm like, it says it's a story mode, but like I don't see anything to do. And then I finally paused it to like see if there was something that it gave me you know, an idea there. And it, it that, at least and had that's the problem. The I think it should stuff. have a map. It should at least should have a map in there. Mm. Before you can, and it should say, like, hey, go here. Or something like that. Yeah, like, like turn on objectives even. Like show me objective markers or something. Yeah. I mean, like the aesthetic of it, I like you said, I like the little bird in this big world kind of thing. And I think all the birds look pretty cool. You got all sorts of dressy items to throw on them. I just randomized them. And I thought, you know, like the second or third hipster looking bird that I got was like, oh, okay, he looks fine. Yeah, pick a raven. Let's pick a raven, Daniel. Not, not going through that all, all that trouble down. Uh, <laughs> maybe if I go back into it, I'll, I'll be more selective about my bird choice. But yeah, like I remember first seeing this game being like, oh man, that looks awesome. And if it's just Tony Hawk with birds, absolutely. But it's Tony Hawk with birds, but not very good from what I've played. So I will give it another shot just to see if maybe the, maybe I'm just missing something, but 
it feels very like indie prototype kind of thing to me. Like it feels like a, Hey, one person made this game kind of game in that way. And I don't even know if only one person made this game and and I don't mean to shit talk the developers, but it's just not clicking with me. It's just one bird made the game just tapping away with his beak. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I am with, with skateboard. All right. So um, you want to talk about I Am Fish? Yeah. So uh, while I uh, was in the Xbox app downloading Skatebird, I saw that and I was like, oh, that looks cute. It looks kind of like Monkey Ball. It, from what uh, the screenshots in the video in the Xbox app, it was like, you're a fish in a bowl. You're going down through like these puzzle kind of things, you know, trying to balance on platforms and whatnot. Getting so around. did you download this or streamed it? I downloaded this one. Um, oh, okay. Because it's, it, I find it, it's better for me to capture footage of it if I download it. Um, cause sometimes when I'm streaming it, it will get a little wonky. Um, so I, I try oh. not to, to, to record that stuff as much. Um, I don't have a problem with months when no. I, yeah, gotcha. when I, when I, um, yes, record it. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like even, and maybe I'll have to try it streaming because honestly, downloading it, there were definitely some times in I Am Fish where I it was it was hitching up a little bit, like right at the beginning of the game, and I don't know, like I, I feel like that's a thing that I happens to me a lot in games, and I don't know if it's just my hardware or I need to do a clean install of Windows and start over again. There's maybe too many yeah, driver Win- conflicts or yeah, something. Windows Eleven, yeah. What's that? I get Windows 11. You got to get Windows 11. I don't think my hardware supports that because I don't have like the TPMS chip or whatever security thing. Uh, it's weird. Um, I think Microsoft's going to run into some issues trying to get uh, like proper adaptation levels for Windows 11 if they don't relax their security stuff or do something. Just get everybody a new computer. Well, that's the problem. Like, based on what I, I've read, is like. 60 to 80 percent of hardware on shelves right now doesn't support some of that stuff that is required by windows 11 and maybe i'm exaggerating on that level but even if it's like 30 to 40 percent it's like if i just bought new hardware you know it's kind of fucked up that i can't run windows 11 and i understand that they're trying to like lock it down more for security purposes so you can't get viruses as bad or whatever but Honestly, that's not really a thing that I've had too much trouble with, especially in the modern era where you don't have things like Kazaa and whatnot, and you also have Windows built-in security stuff. You know, they the Windows built-in virus scanner is is decent. You know, compared to back in the day when you had to have like Kapersky or which we call it. Um. So, anyway, yeah. I'd, as far as this game goes, though. I I expected it to be a little more monkey ball like and maybe it's just been a while since I've played monkey ball but it, it's I don't know I, I like the that the environments are more just like worlds instead of like these floating puzzle stages in in the ether um mm-hmm. I like that you like you start out in the attic of somebody's <coughs> house and then you're or no I think maybe that's the second level a pet store right yeah, uh, yeah, because then you escape into the ocean, and then in the second level, some kid picks you up and it's like, "Oh, I'm going to yeah. take you back to the attic." 
Um, I didn't I didn't play the second level. I just played the first. Gotcha. I played three or four levels. I think three. Um, but that's kind of where it, it starts to get to the point where I I don't like it because in the third level you get into a different shaped jar, so you're like in a long tall jar. So you can't roll 360. You can only roll on the one side of the jar. So you're like having to turn the jar, which isn't exactly intuitive. And then it's, it, it gets really messy um, in a way that it, it doesn't really become all that fun. And also it, a lot of the stuff becomes kind of random. Like in the second level, I think it's the second level. You kind of bounce off this roof, off a canopy, and then down into the street. And then there are cars going both ways, and the cars can hit you and break your bowl, and you'll you know flop out and die. Which this, this game is kind of morbid because you're just like constantly, or at least me being bad at the game, you're like constantly breaking your bowl and then dying. Um, yeah, and it doesn't kill you out of way. It makes you be able to flop. It, it really makes you suffer there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like it just seemed like, oh, are the cars coming at the right time for me to, to drop down? Because you don't have, like, once you get your momentum going in that circular bowl, it's really hard to make you stop and, like, change direction it quickly and and for obvious reasons it's a physics-based puzzle game that makes sense but at the same time you gotta balance like reality physics with what is fun for the game to actually do um aesthetically it's cute it reminds me of like a nemo or something like that it seems like at some point in the game you'll maybe meet back up with your fishy friends that you see and they maybe have different powers or something. There's like a puffer fish or whatever, or maybe it's purely aesthetic and you can just run around with a fucking Sega Saturn in your bowl. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Overall, I think it's okay so far, but it's definitely not something that I'm like dying to get back into. So that's where I am with it. What, What did you think with your, with your experience with that? Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, it was something different, something mm. fun. Like I can see, like oh, it was a, the puzzle aspect of it. Like I ain't doing a puzzle, and like maybe a stage. I play a stage and then put it down. Mm. But yeah, it's not something I would just keep playing. I just want to try it out. Yeah, because I ain't know I nothing about this game. I definitely like to to see you at least get to that third stage and see how you feel about that that different jar. Because for me, it was just like this is maybe where this game gets unplayable. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll try that out. But yeah, I mean, I do like the the world, though. That's what I see. I like mm. I like the whole idea, like, you're on the rooftop saying you're kind of <laughs> rolling on the, what, the electric, the phone cords or yeah. electric, the electric wires or something yeah. like that, whatever. Yeah, it feels, it has a very, like, pinball-y feel to it, because you, it, especially some of the things, they'll, like, send you downhill real quick, and then they'll have, like, little stoppers, but then you'll go on to those, like, phone lines, and it feels very much like when you hit onto the rail of a pinball thing and it just kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. And like you fall on those yoga mats. Yeah. And I'm guessing this is, this got to be like San Francisco songs. Yeah. Everybody got a yoga mat. <laughs> yep. Got a yoga mat on, on, on their um, roofs of these house homes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's it then. Um, I guess we'll take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right.
Right, right back. Okay. And we're back. Now we're flashbacking to 10 years. This week in September, we got Bit Trip Saga on the 3DS, which is basically, it looks like Bit Trip Runner. Mm, probably has guess multiple compilation of, of game, stuff. I'm guessing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says it includes six Bit downloadable Beat. video games on the WiiWare. Big Trip service. Beat, Big Trip Core, Big Trip Void, Big Trip Runner, Big Trip Fate, and Big Trip Flux. Only one I'm really ever familiar with is Bit Trip Runner. <laughs> That's the only one I know too, only because of you. Yeah. I know nothing about this guy. I didn't know that guy. That's what the guy looked like. <laughs> All right. So what else we got here? We got, oh, Call of Jurassic, the cartel came on for the windows. So, Ooh. yeah, the comp, I mean, the uh, computer people can finally play it. PC people. And that's um, one of the ones that also, people like, right? Cartel one? I thought it was the one before that one. Is it? Cartel one, is the, isn't that the, um, that the cartel one is modernized one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I guess you're you're probably right. Yeah, ooh, 51, 45, 47 on Metacritic. Yeah, it's the it's the previous one. All right, and we got God of War Origins Collection, which I believe is the PSP games on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Also, we have Harvest Moon, The Tale of Two Towns. Oh, so is it just like the Tale of Two Cities, the book, which I did not read. I was supposed to read for my summer reading in <laughs> high school. I thought it was like the, I thought it was like the City Mouse what was Country that Mickey Mouse? Mouse show. It, uh, the, the, the pauper. Oh, the prince the, and the pauper. The, yep. the pauper. I thought it was like the prince and the pauper. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not like that. This is. That's what I thought. I thought it was like it's the rich town and the poor town. I mean, yeah, I, actually, I don't know what. Two tell two says it's about y'all. Honestly, I was I gonna say I, today I learned that it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, it might be that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was right. It's. We go back to our Charles Dickens history. The witch town, set in London and Paris. So yes, yes, it is a witch. Paris is a witch town. London is a poor town. Nah, is doing the French Revolution. Yeah, I'm this is listen not, to this um, on book on tape, Dominic. Yeah, this is definitely not what I thought. So me watching that freaking Mickey Mouse version of the Prince of <laughs> Pauper did not help me. No wonder all. my book report <laughs> got a D. <laughs> all right, so what else we got here? We got hard reset on the Windows. Um. I'm guessing it's about like resetting your computer. I feel like I remember that game. I feel like I heard it before. It was made by Flying Wild Hogs, which I'm pretty sure are the people that make the new Shadow Warrior. Yeah, they make the new Shadow Warrior. Yeah, it's games. a first person shooter for Windows. Uh, yeah, okay. I feel like this was relatively well received. It looks like Metacritic that got 73 on the PC, 69 yeah. on the PS4. Nice. Only Edge gave it a horrible score. I guess they didn't get the monies. <laughs> get the money from them. And PC Gamer UK at 58%. But yeah, so I guess what is it? Uh, story based one? 
Let's see. Game features a cyberpunk plot within a dystopian world and draws inspirations from the works of William Gibson, Neil Stevenson, and Philip K. Dick to create a story, setting, and atmosphere. In 2012, Hard Reset was received received a free expansion titled Hard Reset Exile and then was bundled as Hard Reset Extended Edition in 2016. A remastered edition called Hard Reset Redux was released with updated graphics and new weapons and enemies. Okay. I'm trying to look at this trailer here of it. I mean, it looks alright. I mean, it definitely looks like a cyberpunkish kind of thing. I was going to say, you can say it, Dominic. It looks generic. Generic cyberpunk. I wouldn't say call it generic. No? Okay. Like, based on the weapons I see, it's pretty, look, it look pretty cool. That's good. Like, I remember us talking about when this, when the re- Redux came out. We, really? That was 2012, right? When did the Redux come out? 2016. Oh. It had been right around the time we started, right? Oh, no, it's, it, that's that's after this, we started like 2014. God, been doing this forever, Dominic. <laughs> All right, so what else we got? We got NHL 12 for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Who was on the front of that, Dan? You know your hockey. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Yep. Steven um, Stamkos. Stamkos. Uh, what 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 team is that? He's on. Uh, Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, that's that's your people's town. Yep. Who won the NHL um, Cup? Wait a minute, they won during COVID. Who won last year? Oh no. Who won this past one? Yeah, I didn't never mention it. I don't think. (laughs) I'm going to say it was Canadian team. It was a Canadian team that won actually this time. Was it Winnipeg? Montreal Canadiens? Oh, it was a Canadian team. Wait. Tampa Bay Lightning? They won two years in a row? This is the 2021 Stanley Cup Finals. Series was between the Canadians and defending champions. Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning won the best of seven. So, yeah. Yeah, they won, they won two, two years, years in a row. row. Darn. Good God. Hey, big kid, now the baseball team got to win. <laughs> because the football team won, the hockey team yep. won, the baseball team got to win, then the basketball team. You heard me. That's <laughs> 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 It's like, no, I have a basketball team. But um, yeah, then they'll, they'll be all the teams. I'm trying to think, there's any other professional teams in Tampa Bay? Uh, I don't think so. Their yeah. volleyball team. And oh, their uh, luge team. Right. Do they have a soccer team? Yeah, let's... Maybe. Do. maybe. Uh, What's the American they... League called? It's, it's, I forgot what it was called. USFL. I should have nice known better than league. to type in American football, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get American football. Unless you spelled it F-U-T? I did not. Hmm. Let's say Tampa. 
American Soccer Tampa. The Tampa Rowdies, Dominic. The Rowdies. They're part of the USL. I don't know what that is. Maybe they have a Nick's Tunes MLB team. Um, because Nick's Tunes MLB came out. Ooh. For the Xbox 360, Wii, and Nintendo DS. That's before EA just ate up that license, and now we can't have anything. Or EA? Oh, not EA. Nobody ate up the license. Nobody's making these games. It's just the show now, isn't it? I guess it's just a show. Yeah, 2K. They already had the license. Actually, I don't. Who made this game? Nickelodeon. High voltage software. 2K made this game. Yeah, and published by 2K. Look at that invader Zim just fucking playing outfield or something. So basically, this is just like what burials. Uh, they slam. What's it, what's it, what's it called? <laughs> uh, Slamma jamma. What is it called? Grand slam. I don't know now. Can't remember. Uh, did they, uh, Superstar yeah, sluggers or something, right? Oh, okay, yeah, baseball. something like that. Yeah, some sluggers, I think. Yeah, yeah. Superstar baseball, and then super sluggers. I feel like they called it at some point. Yeah, Super Mar- Mario Superstar Baseball and Mario Super Sluggers. That's the one that came out on the Wii? Yeah, the Super Sluggers one. And then there was the Mario Sports Superstars that came out on the 3DS that had all sorts of games. All right. All right, so moving on, we got Puka Power Up. I don't know what this is. I don't think you say that, Dominic. I'm going to guess it's the sequel to... I can't make the joke because I can't remember the name of the the cartoon now. The Nickelodeon one with the surfing kids. It looks... They they look like there's some Asian kids. Some big heads. They're like toys. I was going to say, they look like those traditional dolls. That you see some places. It looks like it's just like a 2D platforming game. This is an adventurous love story. Oh. You are collecting hearts. A mismatch between the daughter of a noodle seller and a ninja challenges players to help Puka and Goro um, on their quest for true love. Oh, man. Get all four of those arms wrapped around this person you love, Dominic. Um, anyway, what's the next one? Red Orchestra 2, Heroes of Stalingrad. Stalingrad, um, hey, that's definitely... Those are the like RTS a, games, right? Yeah, definitely Soviet Union shit. Um, what else we got here? Shingoku, Way of the Warrior. Does that sound familiar? It's, it looks like a samurai on front. Um, Paradox. It's a strategy game. Oh, okay. That's why it might sound familiar, but I know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. The Gunstringer on Xbox hey, 360, that. that's the Connect game. Connect game. Yeah, yep. that thing's cool. I had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, they need to bring the new sequel to this. I mean, obviously it's not going to be Connect. But VR and come back. Yeah, also, we got Thor, cool. God of Thunder for the 3DS came out. It's got to be the movie game. Yeah, it's a movie game. We great. also have White Knight Chronicles 2. 
oh, for the man. PS3. I remember that when I the first one was like seen. a huge game for the PS3. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, they got an exclusive RPG, and then nobody It's only got that. 60. Yeah, it only got 60 on this one. <clears throat> um, I'm not a critic. Edge did not like this either. They did not get the money for <laughs> this game. Gave the same score as the other it's game. It's just hard-nosed reporters over at Edge, man. Their job, seriously. Um, I don't think I'm going to mention this one because I don't know what the hell it is, so okay. fuck it. Um, I don't know if I want to mention this one either. Come on, Renegade Ops was that one where you were like top down in the Jeep, I think. It was a pretty popular uh, Xbox Live Arcade game. Had they showed me no scores. screenshots on Wikipedia. It ain't that popular. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I remember that being kind of fun. I played the demo of it. But yeah, it wasn't huge. Yeah, Trackmania 2 Canyon on the Windows. Oh, okay. Guessing you're in the Grand Canyon around here. I think I've ever Racing. played a track mini game, but I am familiar with them. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. I'm not going to mention this because it's iOS. Well, I'll just say it because I like the title. Monsters Ate My <laughs> I was Condo. Say, tell me more about Monsters Ate My Condo. Uh. Also, we got Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2, which is basically like a Pokemon mm-hmm. Dragon Quest. Uh, and then we have Kirby Mass Attack. And this is when Kirby has a mass heart attack. And oh, no. In the hospital. <laughs> yeah, Poor Kirby. <laughs> this is the one I think we talked about on one of the covers at the beginning yeah, of the month. Yeah, probably is. Where it was the like. Toy loved this game. He gave it a 9.5. Um, there you go. One up. They got an 83 on Metacritic overall. One up gave it an A minus. One up was still around back then. Okay. Oh, 2011? Yeah. They were around. Um, Despite his final. T- years right now. Um, IGN gave it an eight point five. Yeah, quite a got quite a good few good scores. End of your game. Um, and that is it. <clears throat> Excuse me for twenty eleven. Now we're going to two thousand one. Twenty years, and now we got here heavy battle. Geo Matrix came out for the Dreamcast. Oh, so we got still got another big game, Daniel, coming out for the Dreamcast. Oh yeah, it's not dead yet. <laughs> this. This huge game, which is I don't not know what it's about. Um, it's probably some heavy some metal have. and some it's geometry, four player combat and large arenas. I guess you're in cars. Maybe it doesn't say. Um, I'm just reading this off of Goddamn. No, I don't know. Maybe it's like Power Stone. Yeah, it says a follow up to the basics of Capcom's Power Stone series. Oh, huh. Although more oriented to weapon and fighting. Slash shooting and and a serious and dark cyberpunk tone because of the heavy metal universe setting. Is it like heavy metal, the one with the nude um, cartoon? <laughs> they lady with the big boobs. You know that logo does look like that, so I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, it's also got Megadeth on the soundtrack, so it probably is like licensed from from heavy metal. Um, it got a fifty eight on Metacritic though. Edge not like this one either. Get a five <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Game Informer gave it a 3 out of 2. Thanks. All right. You also got Ooga Booga for the Dreamcast, man. Oh, man just you big still, release some heavy for, hitters. Yeah. There's some heavy hitters still on this dying console. All right. So you got... It's online multiplayer, too. Huh. It looks like you play as the mask from um, Crash Bandicoot. And he's, <laughs> his, it's a green mask. Looks like he's riding the Roadhog. Yeah. 
actually, no, it doesn't look like he's riding it. Because he's not actually on it, but he's behind it. He's fucking a warthog. Oh, no. He's fucking, <laughs> he is fucking a warthog in this picture. Took a turn. <laughs> Can't put also, that on the we cover got, of games. What kind of game is that? I guess I'm going to say it's a platformer or so. I, don't, I have no idea. But he's in the in the screenshot, he's riding a warthog. I don't know if he's riding him all the time. Um, it says the storyline is Ooga Booga is a volcano goddess. Oh, it's a woman? See? great appearance, Dominic. And has leaders of tribes, the Kahunas, that battle for... Oh, no, maybe you play as the Kahuna. I was going to say, maybe he's probably one of those her. guys, then. It has a distinct Polynesian style and tone. It has many multiplayer islands and characters, which can be unlocked. It was one of the last online games for the Dreamcast. There are four basic Kahunas that the player can use. Hottie, Fatty, Twitchy, and Hoodoo. There are unlockable Kahunas based on the main four. Some of them include Death, a floating skeleton, Abe, former U.S. President Abraham Lincoln, (laughs) Super Guy, a superhero, and Joseph, a caveman who says Ooga Booga. And oh, okay. dwarf, oh. a dwarf. Okay, uh, <laughs> there you go. Wow, this is one of the um, the great games of Dreamcast. It got an eighty-one on Metacritic. Wow, it's because there's one yeah. review that gave it an eighty-one. I didn't, I didn't see, I don't see Edge up here. Edge did not even review it. Come on, Edge, I didn't know your reviews. IGN gave it a nine point four. They gave them all the monies. Whoa, because uh, <laughs> everybody else I see is like around sevens. And six. That's what boarded up, Daniel. Today, eighty one because IGN, IGN, and probably Next Generation and X Play, X Play TV show gave it a four star out of five. They paid Adam Sessler and um, what's the other girl name on X Play? Morgan Webb. Yeah, they played Morgan Webb and Alex <laughs> Sessler to give them that high score. All right. So what we got here? We got Power Rangers Time Force. On the Game Boy Advance. This is the Power Rangers series that I guess deals going back in time. I'm just going by the title because I've never seen the series before. <laughs> uh, Seems right. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Actually, I clicked on it, but I think I'm just getting. I'm not getting the video game. Okay, yeah, now I'm getting, getting the video the show. Game. Here it is. <laughs> uh, I don't see where's the reception. I don't see a reception for it. I don't know. I'm just going to say it's a great game and you should play it. Uh, all right. So what else we got? We got Klonoa Empire of Dreams. This is the Game Boy Advance version. You played yeah, this one, right? That one, yeah. That one I did play, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. I always was envious of the 3D ones. I've talked about that in the past, and yeah, this is the one I finally got to play. Um, it's a nice, solid little side-scrolling game. I liked it a lot. Okay. Now, what is he supposed to be? Um, I don't know. Is he like a rabbit or... I honestly don't know what he's supposed to be. A cat, maybe? Maybe he's not a real animal. Like a a, a, a traditional animal. Is he supposed to be a traditional animal? Let's see. Klonoa. What does the wiki say? The it has features of a dog, cat, and rabbit, but is not explicitly any particular animal. The freak. <laughs> He's described the within the, the games and manga as a dream traveler. So, yes, he's a nightmare animal. Okay. And here we go. We got Arctic Thunder, which is the Midway snowmobile racing game. 
<laughs> we, you know what, Dominic? We need more snowmobile games. I feel like yeah. there's a distinct lack of. I just snowmobile remember these. Games. These are the days where you had a lot of these type of games, man. Like those, those especially those midway ones, like mm-hmm. those stream kind of sports racing games. Things I never see that I, I don't even ever see in my life that I don't even know they they are probably a thing, and I just probably on a channel I never knew existed. All right, so <laughs> what else we got here? We got Capcom versus SNK. Bark of the Millennium came out for the Dreamcast and PlayStation 2 Ooh. in Japan 20 years ago. So this is, yep, this is in time for the Millennium. One year after. Uh, <laughs> <I mean. laughs> but no, actually, it probably was in an arcade, so maybe it just finally got the consoles. Yeah. Uh we got Matt NFL 2002 on the N64. Oh, boy. The blurriest of all Mattens. And we have also MX 2002 featuring Ricky Carmichael on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, man, Ricky Carmichael. I remember him being a guy that rode bikes. You never, I, was, I was asking, did you ever play this one? Oh, um, I don't think I did. Maybe. But, I mean, at that time, I think I've talked about it in the past, but like I played basically everything because there was Game Boy emulators that that emulated games that were out currently so there's a good chance I did might like, have but did you like the Tony Hawk on Game Boy Advance? Uh the Game Boy Advance one was great. Yeah. That one was very good. Had like the isometric view. Yeah. Yeah. I actually did I own that or I think I might have rented that or something when it first came out. I remember out. you got it for like the 3DS or the DS, one of them. Mm-hmm. We had it. DS, I think. Yeah, I had like American Wasteland, I think, for the DS or the 3DS. But All right. So, no, it was a DS because I it was at Target. I know oh, we didn't okay. have a 3DS. Yeah. So, what else we got? We got Red Faction came out finally on the Windows. This is the first Red Faction. So, yeah, this is when like games didn't come on PC first or at the same time. Mm-hmm. It would have to come later um, sometimes, some of these games. And I mean, I think graphically it definitely was better than a PlayStation version. Um, but I guess rated compared to other first person shooters on a on a PC, it wasn't as good, but it was it was alright. It was alright when I saw the reviews. Also, Planet of the Apes came out for the Windows in the US. Um, I think I don't know if this is based off the movie. I was gonna say. Was that around the time of the Tim Burton? Was one? it the Tim Yeah. Yeah, it was. 2001, that movie came out. Oh, boy. 2001 game. It's a modern classic now, Dominic. See what the game looks like. Hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I would have expected anything less. I mean, I'm looking at an updated graphics version of it. But I can imagine it looked pretty bad when it first came out. Look at that monkey talking. What's it saying? <laughs> I'm looking at the The voice does not match with the face. It does not match with the face. <laughs> Are you talking all clear? Like, you're supposed to say, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. They ain't hey, talking yeah, like humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> but still, she talking like all like normal. Like, ah. That's because I mean, I they could really just did, do voiceovers just, and instead of the movie where they had all the makeup packed on their face, they couldn't fucking talk like normal people. 
that Dr. Zayas? That Dr. Zayas talking? <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Actually, I think this game, I don't know if it's based off the movie. Because I don't remember this monkey. He looks more like the old monkeys. Well, the apes. I'm sorry, apes. Oh, man. Is it based on the original Planet of the Apes? I think it is. Yeah, because the guy you play as, too, does not... You're not... You don't look like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, was it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, it was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's Seymour. Like, and I wonder why does YouTube say this is Far Cry? Like, it's just <laughs> right here. All right. So yes, that is it for the flashback segment. So. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. Right. And we're back. And now we're getting to the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. We got a couple things this week. First up, Mega Man's doggy partner, Rush, is coming to Monster Hunter Rise on September 24th as one of your companion skins. Okay. So if you are into both of those games or just like the way your robot doggy looks, you can check him out in Monster Hunter. So that's he looks fun. so out of place. He really does. Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like the cartoon anime kind of look, and they're like kind of somewhat realistic. Also, I know he's kind of big next to Mega Man, especially like in the old games where like sprites are all just the same height. But he looks ginormous in in Monster Hunter. Oh, he's he basically does? Like, yeah, he's basically like the size of those wolves that you ride on. So he's just oh, like... Oh, yeah. Okay. So for some reason, I kept thinking it was like a normal dog. Yeah, I, no, I think I, that's yeah. what I was thinking originally. It was like one of those cat things that follows you around. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's like the like Beowulf, not Beowulf. Uh, Does he fly? Whatever. Uh, it didn't look like it, but you can like jump off of his back like you do in the game. And also oh, okay. like a Yoshi, let him fall into a cliff and and fly off oh. into <laughs> wherever you need to go. So. Yeah, so that's cool. 
Uh, some other news this week, Dominic. We got Dying Light 2, which was originally scheduled to release December 7th of this year, which I don't think any of us ever believed, is now delayed until no. February 4th of 2022. Hey, I kind of thought it would, would probably release this exactly, like next year. I know they've been out there talking about it a lot more recently, but because it hasn't been bigger news, because I think they've been just rolling it out little by little instead of dumping it on everybody. I think, I think it's just not drawing the attention. So I I didn't even think about it releasing as soon as this year, you know, it would have been surprising to me if it had. Um, So yeah, uh, but they're, they're definitely out there talking about it right now. It's good to see that considering where we were, what at the beginning of this year where they said it was basically delayed and inevitably, yeah, uh, and exactly. then you know turned it around pretty quickly. So that's cool. I'm glad to see that they're they're getting out there, and it's not another Dead Island. You know, yeah, thing. they're gonna beat Dead Island. They really are. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Dead Island's now gonna come out on December seventh. They're just gonna come out tomorrow and be like, "Yo, we're done. Game's gold. Here you go." <laughs> you kept it a secret all this time without showing any screenshots or anything. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dominic's more news. Uh, Little Big Planet. I don't remember if we ever ended up actually talking about this or not. Um, but no, but we did. there was a time back in March that that it, the Little Big Planet servers were having issues. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of DDoS attacks, some harassment and and hate speech stuff going on in that game. So basically, mm. Sony was like, "We can't get these under control." Uh, while it's up, we're going to take these servers down. And I know at the time, a lot of people were concerned that that was maybe kind of it for a little big planet because they wouldn't bring the servers back. Um, and that's sort of the story They're They're not bringing the servers back for the majority of those games, but they are bringing back the little big planet three server on the PS4, which is the most recent little big planet game. And the nice thing about that is you can play all the historic content created from one, one on, you know, in that version of the game. So there is at least you're not losing out on that whole history of content. Cause that would have been sad. I mean, there are some pretty incredible things that have been made in little big planet. It was, it was one of those games that I wished was better, but like, it was just so floaty for a platformer. It just didn't, didn't work the way I had wanted, but there was still some incredible content. Like I wish it was a update to that game. Like there was a PS4 version where like the loads were better, load times mm-hmm. at least better. Like okay, it's one thing I could get past the floatiness if I could just download and play a game quick, yeah. like somebody's game, like how Mario Maker is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So. That that's unfortunate that they're not bringing those back, but it, I'm glad they were able to get some of that stuff under control because that's been a big deal recently. Like we haven't talked about it, but like on Twitch, they're doing there are people doing like hate raids and stuff like that, where basically you're overwhelming, you know, smaller streamers' channels, uh, you know, with hate speech and stuff like that. And it's like it's just why what is what is wrong with people that they find enjoyment well, in. I- just you know, breaking somebody. Well, younger shit. people, I I can I know why because you just it's like how people make fun of people at school. I mean, yeah. it's just it's cool to see happen to happen to another person that's not you. Like just making fun of people. It's just 
I mean, I, I can't explain. I mean, I can explain. I just can't think of the words. But it's just like yeah. it just feels good. Like uh, like we're just. It also gets into like mob them. mentality, right? Like it's you against yeah. it's it's everybody against that one fucking nerd or whatever. I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, ah, oh, we're gonna get on these people and it's gonna have some fun, and then it's gonna move on to another somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's just that. Now, if you're a person of a certain age, uh, then it gets to be that, what the yeah. I don't. I can't explain it. Something something's wrong with you. Yeah, because I like I don't. What's, those people, what those is, people from school never grew up and matured in any way, and yeah, now live on the internet behind anonymity and can just do whatever they want. I guess, yeah, it's that's some real fucked up shit. Yeah, because I just think that some of the people, like not even just like mob mentality stuff, just like just typing certain things, like just saying the thing, like typing the things you see on uh, either on any, any social media platform. I just say like, Darren, you took the time just to type this. Why? Because like, even if like, like just like this, like you see the attractive woman, um, and you're like, man, she is hot. Like, I, even if I think she's hot, I wouldn't even f- me personally. Not say it's wrong. Now you just say like, hey, you look pretty good. I, it's not that bad. But for me personally, I don't even care to even do that. <laughs> like, I, I don't even feel like I, I even feel like I need I need to just tell this person that hey. You look hot. So you're then not you got the people, guy making comments on porn sites? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, and, and then they take it further than just that. They'd be like, man, I got to do this to your body or something mm, like that. And it's like, yeah. good God. I said, like, you just feel the need to do that. And I know, and but I now we're to the point where like, hey, oh, that's the internet. It, it, it's still fucked up. And like, yeah. I know that's what people are going to do. But then it's like, they're fucking weirdos. Like, why, why the fuck? And why it stems even, from like, somewhere that exists in the real world. Like, just because it's on the internet currently doesn't mean, you know, those thoughts and feelings can't manifest themselves in, in the real world either. Yeah, exactly. Like, why Why did you, you had feel the need, like, what gave you the need to do this? Like, to, to have to type this for this person to know this? Like, yeah. what, what, what was it? Just showing my appreciation. I'm like, <laughs> and yeah. then when people complain, they say it's a compliment. <laughs> exactly. It's a yeah. compliment that I said I wanted to come on your tits. It's oh, a compliment. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's to this random woman that you don't know. And is not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dominic. Some other news. We got a, a new game released, a new remake release, I should say. Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed Edition is going to be releasing sometime in 2022. So I guess the Destroy All Humans 1 remaster was uh, was good enough for them, sold well enough for them that they... Yeah, that's cool. Decided to make I'm, I'm, glad. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Because it may, maybe it might lead to actual original... Um, new um, destroy all humans. Yeah, a new one game. with updated, more modern gameplay. That would be nice. As uh, yeah. And then we do actually have a new game released. Dominic, you were telling me about this one, Wu Chung Fallen uh Fallen Feathers. This looks a lot like a Souls like or Sekiro style game where you're playing as a female protagonist and is releasing in 2024. That's Oh, that's I didn't that's see that date. That's a far off release date. Good god, that is a far off release date. Jesus. 
Maybe I read it My, wrong, and they were saying that it's set in the <laughs> in the date of twenty twenty four. Because like, oh, twenty twenty three when they announced Spider Man didn't seem that far off. Because it's like, ah, oh, we're almost in twenty twenty two. So I guess, but like, announcing a game for twenty twenty four, man. Yeah, you at this point, like, when you get that far, you might as well just say freaking twenty twenty thirty or something <laughs> like that. I mean, good god. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's. It's scheduled to release sometime in 2024. <laughs> okay. I mean, then I'll just do mommy when it happens. <laughs> Play it with some trainers and uh, going about your business. Yeah. I, it's funny because I'm looking at this PSU.com article and it says the game is not due out until 2024. So it's still a little ways off yet. And while platforms have not yet been confirmed, we're probably looking at a PS5 release. PS5 release? We might be looking at a PS6 release. <laughs> that's obviously over-exaggerating, but still, like, 2024 is... That's a ways off. That's crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna hold my breath. We'll forget about it, but it'll be reminded when we get close to yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see plenty more. Right now, there's like an 18-minute trailer out there. So I, I'm I mean, surprised yeah, how much like footage Sekiro. there is for a game that's not yeah. coming out for three years. Yeah, it definitely looks like Sekiro. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of it. So that people who did like that game, I guess it's something to keep an eye on. Mm. Yeah. All right. You got any other news? Uh, you mentioned to me uh, about the Wolverine stuff, and now it seems like it's pretty much confirmed that it's a mature game. So that's... That's exciting news. We definitely yes. definitely make sense for that character. We don't we don't need just like blunt uh blunt knives coming out of this dude's hand knocking or people just over. fighting robots. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, the, like you said, or just fighting robots. <laughs> Man, Dominic, look at all that oil spilling out of them. Yeah, yeah. Or like how what they do for Star Wars and like you just all the droids when they that's why they have the droids they can just slash them all. And with the stormtroopers, that is sliced, but it's nothing, you know. Yeah. Slice them, and they just—they being had, but it's really—you don't see guts or anything. Yeah, they get away with that. They sure do. I, I'm just saying, and and how did they do that in the the game you liked? In the the Fallen Order one, or the oh the the Force Unleashed? Yeah, Force Unleashed. I don't know. They slice them a, I don't know if they slice them in half, do they? I was going to say, you, I don't think slice. in the Force Unleashed they did. I think it was more like a baseball bat, and you were just basically like yeah. batting them away and stuff. Ah, uh, see, that's how they did it. Yeah. I mean, you see, but now, Star Wars, like, you just Jedi you Academy it, and stuff, you could turn... I don't know if it was on by default, but you could turn on in like the console codes, dismemberment and stuff, which was cool back in the day. Oh, okay. But yeah, but see, in Star Wars, it's that's the property. Like the Star Wars property is never mature, yeah, really. So, yeah, it so it's it's kind of you kind of go with it. You kind of just go with it. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna see a bunch of guts mm-hmm. coming out. Like, oh, you're gonna see the guts. You're gonna see is like alien guts. Like, there's like a big monster alien. That's the <laughs> yeah. most you're gonna see. All right, then. So I guess you know what we're gonna have. I talked about this weeks ago that I wanted to discuss um, Ashley. Uh, the character from Mass Effect, 
because this is it's a stigma about her that she's racist. Like this has been a known thing. If you've been following Mass Effect since it came out, a lot of people have said that hey, Ashley is racist. She's space racist because she feels this way about aliens. And I've always been a proponent of, like, she's not racist. I never agree with it. Like, first, I was not really on forums when Mass Effect first came out, so I never knew that was a thing. Mm-hmm. I went to this game not even thinking about her being racist. I didn't really know. people I thought were, what you would call racist was basically everybody because everybody was for themselves. Like, people were against humans, seemed like. Yeah. Like the team, it felt like the universe was like the other races were against humans, but for reasons that I understand too from their yeah, point of view. They were fledgling in the community and nobody trusted yeah. them. And and I think to to your point, like everybody in the universe was kind of out for themselves, right? Like, and that's yeah. you know why why Ashley's stance is, is is the way it is, you know, especially with her her past as with her grandfather and whatnot. So, yeah, so I wanna um I wouldn't really call it a debate, but it's just just talk about like perspectives on this, okay, so first the first time I really heard people talk about Ashley being racist was on podcasts mm-hmm. um like when podcasts were this is when the height of the video game podcast like was just really coming <laughs> new, and like and this is when like one up show were, and stuff like that, yeah one up yeah one up had one. Giant Bomb was just starting. Uh, the uh, then you had like almost a lot, a lot of the big sites had it, but not everybody because Gaming Forum didn't have one yet. Some some mm-hmm. sites didn't have it yet, but there was there was there were a few out there, but they were all known because it wasn't it wasn't a lot uh, of them, but there were there was there were good ones. There were like uh, some some good ones though because it was people were really working well on them. They're not like ours, which is shitty. So, <laughs> I just joke. Oh, oh, uh, I did. I offend you, did I? Yes, very much so. <laughs> I can't believe you would so, call everyone else's podcast besides ours shitty. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. So anyway, yeah. I, I one time I think I just I forgot where, but I know I was probably at Target and I heard someone talk about how like I don't like Ashley and say yeah because she's just racist. She just hates aliens, and I was like, what? That was literally me, Dominic. That was literally me. <laughs> I said, she, she's racist. And I was thinking like, well, which that's the wrong term to use. Hey, but hey, hey. It's space just, racist. Yeah, <laughs> because it's, I don't know if it's even racist because it's this, the species. Species, yes. We have, because technically race is basically for, for humans anyway. We, we made up the term race. Like <laughs> that's just a, a man-made term that we just, uh, made up for different types of people. Well, see, I don't know how aliens do. I don't know if they have races within their um communities. Now, I heard about Tyrians having different tribes, mm. but I don't know how far it goes into, like, do they hate certain tribes? Like, certain tribes hate each other? Maybe so, but you know, that that's not the story. That's not the story, so you're not really going to know that. Mm. So, But basically, yes, yeah, species, but, but what we want to say race is just for because everybody know what we were talking about. Yeah, and I think that's it, so, that's kind of the way it's developed, it, especially nowadays. Like, I feel like calling Ashley a space racist is is a is a meme, basically at this point. It's yeah, you know, 
because it's like I was telling you going into this, like I was looking into the stuff to just find examples. Because obviously, like if we're talking back and forth about this, you've played these games far more recently than I have and, and would be far more, you know, versed in the subject than anything I could say to you about it, you know. But the there's really not that much out there outside of people saying, oh, yeah, she's she's space racist. And then, you know, moving on. And then there's like arguments from the other side about why she's not. And then other people just say, oh, yeah, she's space racist. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem with me is that I never get good examples. I like I, I think I was looking for good examples or reason why. Hmm. And I just for me, I just came to terms with is that. Because it's mostly white people out here talk about this. And it's something me, me and my friends always talk about too sometimes. I remember we always talk. It's like, I don't think a lot of white people know what racism is. Like even the ones who think they you're their allies to you, they be saying things are racist that I wouldn't even think are racist. Now I'm not saying I maybe I'm wrong. Not I'm not on this, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong on this. But but maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. And some other aspect, maybe something was racist. I just didn't notice it. I just didn't notice it. I mean, it could be that could that could be a thing because maybe I'm just so I never could conceive that point of view that I never thought something was racist. But see, we're working still, with inside knowledge, though, Dominic. We know it's racist yeah. because we came up with the idea of it being yeah. racist. Well, yeah, you, you normalized it too, but you know, that's to a point where you don't realize it. But whatever. But anyway. Or we don't even realize it, or anybody does. But anyway, it's just that I think people look at certain things that people say as racist when it's not. It's just, um, it's it's, it's a term like with Ashley, for example. Like she's saying, like some of the things people bring up is her talking about the ship. Like, how do you feel comfortable? She don't feel comfortable aliens being on the ship because it's. It's a new, uh, it's a new type of ship, very high tech, like probably the most te- technically advanced ship of, of all of this alien races, yeah, um, races, and that. Why, why would you bring something like top, like aliens to our top secret ship? Like we, we don't know they can steal it. Like we don't know these, um, we don't know these groups. Now people may look at this, like if you knew nothing about Mass Effect history. And you're just thinking of like Star Trek, then you'll think like, hey, what's your problem? I mean, I think it's okay. You you're trying to be um you're 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 trying to be uh a, a ba- like a ambassador like. Um what's it called? Like you, like you, you don't want mind her to be come- more accepting of of Yeah, you're like we're trying to be accepted. Like we don't we don't mind we don't mind the aliens coming up here. Uh because like we're trying to be accepted by the other galaxies. So we're just uh, you know. It's all good. And I was thinking that too until I saw this timeline. From the time Mass Effect starts to the time they have first contact with other aliens has only been 26 years. Yeah. I am actually more surprised that we have even gotten to this point <laughs> in 26 years. To be a part of this galactic um, freaking republic or whatever they got here. Yeah. This is weird to me. That tw- only 26 years, you already have an embassy? 
And then, you know, by the end of Mass Effect, you are on the council and you're a specter. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm actually, I'm, first I'm surprised as humans wanting to get ahead so fast. I'm like, damn, y'all just fucking got here. <laughs> and I'm not surprised of aliens being very cautious around humans. Like, these motherfuckers just got here. We don't know these dudes. And like, for it to be as many humans embedded into the system within 26 years that quickly, maybe that's the problem with the story. Maybe that's a problem with how they set. Maybe the story shouldn't have been that soon. Maybe they should have made the years long, longer between the time humans made first contact with Terrians till now. But I'm but based on that, Ashley's view is not racist at all, though. I mean, it's actually just a cautionary view of like, we just met these guys. We don't fully know, and everybody's for themselves, which is what species do. You're for your own species. No shit. Like, that's what you are. <laughs> so you're cautious of certain things. Thing is, some of the things that people say Ashley do that is racist, I guess people are more forgiving for aliens doing that. Because all the other aliens, are they, they do much worse than what Ashley does. So I think him. that's the thing, right? Is like we have a a a familiarity with someone that looks like Ashley saying these things and we associate that with racism when like you said the aliens are doing much worse you, you have morton fucking practicing eugenics and you have you know all the of the genocide yeah with exactly the, with, yeah with the, um krogan basically yep almost yeah well, no no, no the they same with, like, the but, 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 but just stopping but 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 stopping their birth rate oh mm-hmm. well with the um Koreans. now for me i hate ai <laughs> AI is, 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 is that should never be a thing. So I'm okay with the Koreans trying to kill the Geth, just that they took too long. But they committed, they tried to commit genocide by killing all the Geth, and the Geth basically committed genocide, vice versa, on the Koreans. Right. And basically, and basically killed almost like 90% of the part of their population. Um, but all those things, it's like they look, like you said, they look back, like you said, it's a familiarity, yes, because she's human. So you look at it like, oh, you, you sh- they should know not to be like this. But actually, this is a new, you're not thinking logically. It's not you being racist like, I, I don't want to be, you, that's what I'm saying, that's not racism, that's just being cautious. If I'm not familiar with you, look what the fuck had happened to the Native Americans. Maybe they maybe they should have been a little more aggressive. Like when meeting people of that, that nature coming to the land. Not saying it would have worked, but I'm saying I think they were a little more giving than they probably should have been. Cause, Cause look what look where it is now. Like, when has that ever worked out? That's the thing. In history, based on history, when has being like more giving to a new uh, some to new to new people, something has have ever worked out for people. It it, it, it really don't. Yeah, rarely. It, it but really, I think that that's yeah. the thing, right? Is like this is a video game where this is supposed to be an idealized world, and then you have someone like Shepard that if you play him as the quote unquote paragon good guy, he is uh, obliviously accepting to yes, you know anybody oblivious. and everybody, and I think that's. <laughs> That's where you, 
you see that difference in someone like Ashley and, and she starts to draw a certain kind of attention because you have another character to compare her to and go, well, Shepard's got no problem with it. How come you Because he's a weirdo. Oh, or, <laughs> oh, she's a weirdo. That's weird. Oh, well, look, I'm going to get this trick play real quick. Oh, that was, that was a good play. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm watching football. But yeah, that is weird. Like that's I think I become more weird weirded by Shepard that I play <laughs> than Ashley. I think that's what it is. I think like you're playing I'm playing really a fantasy. Like this is not so much science fiction, it's almost it's like with science fiction's elements, realistic elements around, but the actual story is fantasy. Yeah. Like, even at least with Star Trek, you have like I do like Star Trek because they have it where look the Klingons even they're part of the um what what the fuck is that shit the Federation, Federation. yeah there is still tension hard tension and they have beliefs that would never go with the like with the human part mm-hmm. but they just find a they just find a middle ground where they can be you know they won't be warring against each other but they have beliefs and things that are just so far out there. That if there was humanity doing it, you would feel like, oh, this is wrong. But see, I don't look at it like that. I don't look at like they're wrong. I said, that's just their culture. This is what they grew up as. I mean, this is what they evolved to. This is who they are. It's like they look at us as probably weak because of what the things we do. They say, that's freaking weak. And, and I, it's understandable. It's like, well, people, I think you're trying to, like, you're looking at it, the people who call Ashley racist. Like I said, I think it's something deeper. Like it's, it's like it's like you said, but I think also realistically, I still don't think those people know what racism. Like they know what racism is, but I think they don't know where to draw the line. Where it's not being racist is is just being cautious. Like you're just being protective. Like you don't you're not fully familiarized with the uh, well as ever Ashley's like you're not familiar, familiarized with these aliens. And then, like, this is, that's from the point of view of just how long humanity has been around aliens. Now, from her point of view, also, is that her family, her grandfather, uh, he was part of that first contact war. And he surrendered to the Turians, because the Turians, they were too strong. They were going to destroy them all. So he had surrender. And he has been looked upon by other um, people of humanity like a failure, like you should have died fighting. Like you should have went down fighting. Like how do you, how are you going to surrender? It looks it looks bad for us. It looks bad on humanity that we we surrender to these aliens. But if that's the case, and, she looked down on the humans that turned their back on her grandpappy. I think she do, Daniel. But I, here's I mean, the thing, she definitely like, does because you know the. But that's like the, just, like terror. Just like I stuff. know that white people enslave black people. I don't hate all white people. Yeah, I don't hate everybody who's white. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I don't expect her to hate every human, but if she has these biases against aliens, why why wouldn't she also have these biases against humans? But, but, but what kind of biases should she have? She's she's been human. She is human. Like, well, how how far does her biases go though? That's what I want to know. She's human though. Yeah, but just she's because she's so, so why would she one of them doesn't mean she has to side with them on. I wouldn't say everything. I mean, but. I mean, you could disagree. You could disagree with what they did, but I, it doesn't mean I'll just 
disagree with everything humans do. Like, I'll still be... I mean, okay, my fault. I'll use an example. Like, I'm an American, right? Now, a lot of people say for black, like, for black people, like, why would you like this country? This country that's done all this stuff to your ancestors and why, and they done doing stuff continually now. Thing is, what other country am I going to, who I'm going to be with? Like, what country am I going to go to? Like, where in the world is better, is better for me to go to um, than here? Yeah. Because you are still more, you share more similarities with the people of this country than you would another country. Yeah, I mean, she Based probably has, yeah, she has her issues with. The, I'm sure she has an issue with the military, but they still, they still respect it. Um, and like this, this, she wants to prove herself. Like she, well, she's on a part of not just being against them because you, you could go. I guess she could have gone the other way and just be like, "Fuck humanity," but she went the way of trying to prove herself to get back. Yeah. Their, um, their name, and uh, that's that's the way she went. I mean, she could have gone another way, but she didn't. But, but that's the thing. I don't. But then she doesn't hate aliens, though. That's the thing. I don't get that she hate aliens at all. She, just, I just think she's being cautious uh, around them. Like I think, and- I think there's a level to her character that is written slightly more bigoted than. Just being cautious, though. I mean, you but, know, but but see, I'm going. Oh, well, see, I would I would agree with you. I told until the writer said something to the writer. And that's of her. the thing. I'm actually very surprised that there are no writers that seemingly have ever commented on this because yeah, the writer if, said he did not go the route like the people were calling him racist. He did not mean it to go that route. Like that wasn't wasn't okay, his intention. So there are actually comments out there where he yeah. said that. Okay, gotcha. So, I didn't say anything like, like that. Yeah, that that it wasn't our attention. I'll I'll give it to you. Um, I think I saved it, but um, yeah, that was that wasn't their like intention. It came up that way. It was more just like a perspective kind of thing. But that's see, that's what I got it as. But like, okay, what's bigoted? That's the saying. Tell me the comment that's bigoted. That's what I need to know. What's the comment? I mean, things bigoted? like saying I can't tell the difference between the the animals and the aliens and saying things like when you're going in a relationship between her and Liara, basically saying like, she's not even a human. Why would you want to be with her now? You know, like you said, it could be that. Oh, see, I never she's got going. That. You're more familiar with a human being. Why wouldn't you want to be with me instead of her? But it's still bigoted in, in a, in a sense, you know, she's biased against this person because of what she is. Okay. I, I, I guess I can go with that. Maybe because I always went with Ashley. Always mm-hmm. went one all 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 one way and all the other. I never played the middle ground. Right. Gotcha. Those characters. Um But oh about with the human thing, that was supposed to be with the keepers. They that was a mistake. That was supposed to be she was referring to the keepers, but they didn't I don't know what happened. But they said that they didn't um, put the the dialogue in right. Oh. It's supposed to be yeah, it's supposed to be referring to them. Even though the whole alien thing, I it, before I even knew that, I, I I'm okay. I, if it's bigger than fine, then I'm bigger than too. Because first of all, like I said, we've only been around these people for 26 years. If I see a freaking Alcor, I'm not gonna think that's sentient. Like I mean, I mean, in a way, like like me, I'm gonna think it's like a humongous cow. 
<laughs> and like I'm not gonna think of it. And if I see a Hanar, I'm thinking like, oh, it's a jellyfish, and it just floats. I'm not gonna think it's something like, um, oh, I can talk to it. And then it telepathically and, reads your mind, and you're like, yeah, oh, shit. and I can I can um, have sexual relations with it. I don't want to think that. <laughs> uh, even though that I mean, I guess can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or at least they, they could consent to it. <laughs> I should say. <laughs> but anyway, but no, but like, <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I'll go with that. But I'll be damned, I'm going to freaking just kill that character for that freaking line. And uh, maybe that's just me. I'm not going to kill somebody with that line because it's fucking true to me. It's like, man, it's fucking true. If I see a fucking Elcor walking, I see a freak. Because they're not even wearing pants. Everybody <laughs> else is wearing, wearing clothes and shit. And these two creatures aren't. I'm just going to think, especially if I see, okay, I see an Elcor a Hanar, and I see the Keepers. I don't... The Keepers aren't really... They, they're freaking drones and shit. And, like, I'm not... So, yeah. I definitely would not know who the hell... Um, I wouldn't tell. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's... I mean, but I do get that. I do get that line. But I feel like... Yo, but really, from all that, and then you get, like, okay. Dude, I say, Fine. She it's like, I just feel like, yeah, the people who say he's racist, they're going to stick with that. And I just, because for me, I think I'm looking at more like, it's not so much I'm just mad at you thinking she's racist in this game, because she's not real, so it's not that important. It's me. It's more of <laughs> right. me saying that that means you probably don't know what real racism is then. Like, me, you don't, you don't know where to draw the line, like, with somebody's really being racist or not. Uh, like well, when they're not more, more so when they're not being racist, you'll just say they're racist. Yeah. Because if you think that's racist, good God! I mean, that's that's a low, that's a low bar. I mean, that's a a low bar for it, like race. That's not racism to me. Well, I, w- like, I want to say that people take the simplic simplistic look on it is is you know it's black and white in the video game because it's a video game. But I don't disagree that it probably does reflect on the way some people see the world also and i hope that's know. what it is honestly i hope that's what most not i know all of them not like that but i hope most people it's be, is it is because it's a video game yeah they look at it as black and white i hope that's what it's the that's why they see it that way and i mean i i think she exists as a character for that exact reason to show that there this is the way that probably a good portion of the human population feels and i i think like your evolved stance on Shepard is like, he's the weirdo. I think you're actually supposed to get, I mean, this is me coming at it after the fact and having this discussion with you, but not knowing what the writer actually intended with it. But if, if they did intend to make her look even slightly racist or xenophobic or whatever description you want to put on it, biased in in some former fashion like she is supposed to be the 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 majority uh, of humans right basically like you said it's only been 26 years they had this first contact war situation it wouldn't be a surprise that most of humanity would feel biased in a certain way, especially leading into this game where you're not even a part of the council you're not being recognized as a member of this galactic federation yet you're still being seen as a lesser and that's that's why it's it's interesting that people do focus on 
Ashley, because kind of everybody in this game has yeah. those or similar or even more extreme biases and now, because they're all out for themselves trying to get their piece of the pie in this galactic federation basically and now that i see how soon it is like i never really counted the years until recently how i know it was soon but that was like 10 only 26 years so i'm thinking like man humanity actually really moved up pretty damn fast that I understand why the other races are jealous. Like why yeah. the Patarians left. Cause they're like, they put, I don't know how long the Patarians been in that council, but just to see a race that just came <laughs> and to move up that fast, I'll be pissed too. Like who the fuck are these guys? They just got here. Um, and the Tarians feel like they feel now the Tarians, I don't, I don't understand how you start a war against a, um, a group of people without talking to them. Like you say, oh, they see somebody at the mass relays. How about you go? The first thing, the, your first thought is just to shoot them. <laughs> right. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like your first thought as a military, as, as a freaking as a military group is to go, oh shit, I see some people over there. Let's go shoot them. Instead of going and seeing like what's going on. Making like making kind of like first contact. I'm like, how did you make first contact with the um Solarians and the um and and the blue people? There, I forgot their damn names. Yeah, their sorry. Names. Sorry. Like how the hell or I mean most likely most likely they make contact with you first, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, why'd you thought that was a good idea just to shoot them? Yeah, you saw they said they didn't know what somebody was doing against the mass relay, but I'm like But I will don't didn't didn't y'all weigh the cons? <laughs> pros versus the cons like okay maybe now they're, if they're tiny not doing humans nothing, we can wipe them out like if they're not doing nothing uh we might just start a war but th- the way that I, I think i read is that they thought these were insignificant beings like mm-hmm. because they thought that was their only planet and they didn't know there was another planet like that wasn't their first that was the only planet they were from See, that's what I'd be interested to know, and maybe they've explored this and you'd be more familiar with it, but were the other species aware of humans before first contact and maybe just like keeping an eye on them? Not that I know of. I think they wasn't aware of them until this war started. Gotcha. I mean, it wasn't really much of a war. It was more of a battle, but Mm. until that incident started. Yeah. Um, was that was when they they seemed to be aware anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the sorry like do about humanity though. Like I never I never read history of like them exploring places and seeing humanity. Maybe when they were young, they were just monkeys. There were Mass Effect novels, right? Didn't you read some? Yeah, of those? Okay. yeah, I read some of them. I read like I was thinking two, I read like two they of them. did all those Halo novels and they didn't do any Mass Effect ones. And then I was thinking, oh yeah, they, they did totally did. <laughs> But I mean, there's more Halo novels though. I think Mass yeah. Effect maybe is five, maybe, and because they done some. I think even when the drama happened, a few more came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo, they done a lot with Halo. But thing is, with Halo novels though, canon's been messed up because of like when Reach came out, the game it was like, wait a minute, they did a Reach in the book, and, and it was nothing like what the game. Like none of those characters. <laughs> So that's what a lot of people were kind of upset. Like people who mm. read the novels were like, oh man. Just like how Star Wars is now. Because they had the Star Wars comic books that came out recently. 
But then they had the um that what's the um clone squad, the bad batch came out. Mm. And the first episode kind of messed up the canon of one of the characters of oh, shit. Um, of King um, of Kanan, um Kanan of Kanan from Kanan, the okay. um from that uh, the Star Wars um Re- the Rebels Public Heroes what Rebel Rebels yeah Rebels they messed up his canon because they put it different from what it was in the comic so somebody was like y'all said this was canon but this is different from what happened in this first episode and you know those people get, they get angry Daniel There's some angry <laughs> nerds and some people say I'm I'm done say, I'm done with this I'm getting these comic books in this whole universe because y'all told us that you say you got rid of the freaking old books already. I said that wasn't canon, and then I said okay, and then now y'all just changing the canon <laughs> while you have it. It's like ah, I'm just making them angry. <laughs> like, but yeah, okay. So I, I think that's good enough to talk about um the Asher thing, just to get that off my chest, to finally get that off my chest, and now I can um I feel better. I can stop sending death threats to people who call it racist and everything. <laughs> uh, I'm glad my email box was getting full, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this going through that. It does. Like, just going back into this does make me think about going back and playing Mass Effect because those are good games, and it's been really long since I, I've played those games. Yeah, and I'm just glad there's other people who feel like me, um, who uh, agree, and they aren't the like the staunch conservative type of people mm. who I just don't agree with anything. Going. <laughs> they're not, uh, <laughs> they're not just racist saying this character isn't racist yeah, to hide yeah, that they're they, also exactly. racist. Exactly. That's what I was afraid of. Say, like, <laughs> oh man, I gotta go through fighting racist people. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I don't like your reasoning. <laughs> so <Yeah>. like, <laughs> just because right, the so aliens guess- are in fact inferior <laughs> doesn't mean she's like, racist. They- yeah, I said no. She's right because she believes in God, and there's only uh, God made us in His image. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. so, which God made the aliens? <laughs> they no, they're an abomination. Yeah, they're like animals. They're like the animals. Yeah, like, that's what they she don't said. have a heaven or something. <laughs> they just happen to talk. <laughs> they have a good a- animals who can talk. <laughs> they're like very smart parrots. All right. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't also help that, like, not to keep dwelling on it, but, like, they make most of the aliens that you interact with in that game very humanoid. Like, bipedal, fucking one set of arms, mostly humanoid sized heads. Well, if they want to let the Krogans be naked, you'll see they have four balls. There you go. I'd love to see that. Did see that on the website. I, I think I think I think you can look on the hentai. I think there's up there. Oh, okay. I'll show you. I'll find a picture for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad those, those artists are keeping it uh, to canon, making sure to follow all the. But I still want to see. Well, we finally did. I definitely did see a, a female um, Turian, Turian in the newest Mass Effect. Um, because she's a character in the newest Mass Effect, the female Turian. They don't look mm-hmm. that much different. Um, I think the slope of the head may be a little bit different. But wow. the um the Solarians, we saw the female one, but she had a hoodie on. The one Which and, one's um, the Solarian? Solarian's the the um the frog people. Um, you know the amphibian oh, ones. Morden. Yeah. Okay. Um gotcha. like we saw the female one in the third one. She was the Dauntessist, the, the whatever mm-hmm. they call it, whatever she was. Um she 
the Duchess, not the Duchess, something along those lines. But <laughs> she she had a hoodie on, so I wanted to see what she just looked. Did she just look like men? Yeah, they look like how female frogs look like. Just look the same. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> and what is it? The well, we seen that Kroger female, but she she was all covered up too. Yeah. They don't want to have to explain how they look different immediately. They're like, Let, let's get like six games under our belts before we have to explain this. Yeah. And they still have explained to me how do these different species have sex with each other? And the visuals. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I definitely <laughs> need visual aids on that. Because this hentai stuff ain't helping me. They're just, uh, I don't think it's all. <laughs> They're just tentacles coming out of places, <laughs> and I don't understand it at all. But, like, do the Saris even have vaginas? Oh, they just, it's just like a um, a telepathic kind of link thing, right? Of just probably ecstasy or something. I just assumed the Asaris were like Play Doh, and they could just be whatever <laughs> they wanted. They could be formed, they could form to any genital that yeah. is to that species. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Or maybe it is just like a dream thing, and then you just, you know. Or like if a human has sex with a program, will he just kill her? How the hell does that work? I I don't know. I mean, yeah. Star Trek, they just do the easy way. Because the aliens just look like (laughs) they all had the same genitals. They just look different on the face. I mean, maybe, maybe that's how it is in this. Like you take off Rex's armor and he's just got a tiny human, human-like penis. <laughs> yeah. Even though I know the Klingons have rough sex. How do you know this, Dominic? Because they, uh, I seen the episode. You, you, oh, okay. you don't I mean they don't show it, but they talk about it. like it's, uh-huh. it's um, like it's brutal. Like you, you can get hurt. I was like, oh, oh man, but but that. Turn some people on as humans, though. <laughs> they, 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 actually like, they like that. I don't think I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess we'll get into what what is um new releases? New releases. All right, Dominic. We we got these new releases, most of which we actually already talked about. Because they were on Game Pass, it's really incredible the ratio of like how many things came out this week on Game Pass. Uh, first up, Flynn, Son of Crimson, that's out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. As you mentioned, is part of Game Pass. That game seems pretty cool. I want to check that out. All right. Also, I have Skatebird, that's out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Also part of Game Pass, as we mentioned. Another Game Pass one, I Am Fish. Uh, PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, this one I saw on Game Pass when I was downloading the other ones, but I I remember the first one looking kind of interesting, but never playing it. Aragami 2. This is out now on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox yeah, I saw One, that Xbox game. Series X. It reminds me a lot of like stealth. Uh, what was that thing called? The like side scrolling stealth game, Mark of the Ninja. Kind of reminds oh, yes. me of that. Okay. Um, so I'd be interested to see how that's received, but that's on Game Pass as well. So if you got that, you can try that out. Um, and again, as you mentioned earlier, Eastward is out on the PC and Nintendo Switch. That is not a part of Game Pass, unfortunately, but that does look and sound from what you were saying pretty cool. So I'm intrigued by that one. 
Also, we have Nino Kuni 2, Reverend Kingdom, the Prince's Edition. That's now out on the Nintendo Switch. I, I don't remember how the first one ended up being on there, but I'm intrigued to see how that game runs on the Switch, just because it looks so good. It's one of those ones that just basically looks like it's a freaking Miyazaki movie. I've always been impressed with how... Yeah, yeah. How you know, Kune, yeah, yeah. That, it, it looked beautiful. I just wish it had, a, like, a... I ain't like how they end it. I mean... When I ended, I mean, because I thought it was ending and there <laughs> yeah. was still some more game left. And I was like, what What are you doing? There's it's still like, half the game left. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then the big one this week, Dominic Deathloop is now out on the PC and PS5 and will probably be out on Game Pass in about a year. This game looks pretty cool. Like, I'm finally seeing what the actual gameplay in it is. After 50 trailers. <laughs> after 50 trailers and, and like gameplay seeing. videos of like playing it still yeah. not knowing realizing what it was even watching those gameplay videos they had always mm-hmm. showing on those um ps the playstation state of plays and things yeah. of that nature because uh, i mean they never show all the like menus and shit that you have in there it's always no. just like oh yeah you shoot some stuff and then you go back in time um but yeah, it seems pretty cool. Like you're laying out these plans as to like who to go after. There are like these eight eight people that you have to go after. And then of course there's the woman that you see in the trailer a lot and she like invades your game, but also like other players can play as that character and invade your game. Okay, um, so that's the how the multiplayer works. Okay. <clears throat> Almost like invasion and well, not exactly like, like but it kinda kind reminds of me of Watch Dogs, yeah. Oh yeah, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Yep. Oh, what'd exactly. you say? Uh, like Dark Souls. Like you can oh, Dark Souls. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. But yeah, uh, that game looks really cool. It looks like there's a lot of systems going on. Like you have all, all different powers that you're picking up and losing and whatnot. Very, like a mix of a roguelike with a first-person shooter with elements of Hitman is what I'm, what I'm seeing as far as the gameplay of that stuff goes. But it, it's very intriguing to me. I, I think it looks really neat. And it's doing doing really well in reviews, so I'm I'm glad yeah, to see that. Exactly, I'm I'm glad too because I was scared. When you remember last week, I was scared mm. it was going to bust or something like. At least as far as reviews go, and yeah. hoping for sevens. And actually, man, it's got both sevens. Like we're talking at high eights and nines. Yeah, absolutely. So that's very cool. I'm glad that game is is awesome, and I hope to see it on other platforms very soon. Now it's it's exclusive to next new gen, right? Yeah, I don't think there's a PS4 version of Deathloop. You know what? Looking at the game, though, man, I, I got, I got, I'm sorry, I have to say that I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's you know we're we're kind of at this point where unless you're like top 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 dollar, you're probably not seeing that big a difference between games that would run on your PS4 versus games that would run on your PS5, especially if you're talking like PS4 Pro or Xbox One X, you X, know, yeah. in between consoles. Plus, I mean, we're also familiar with seeing games on the PC, which were more powerful than oh, yeah. Yeah, the consoles. True. So it's like, oh, this isn't that much of a thing over that. The one thing I was surprised by the, for this game was the fact that it's $60 on the PS5 because I saw it. What? For that much on on Steam and I was like, are they not doing are they doing $70 on or ugh, 
are they doing $70 on PlayStation? So I went to check out the price on the PlayStation and saw that it was only $60. So, so only explain to me why these other games are $70 because they're more Because they're more Sony wants them to be. Yeah, I wonder if this is like a... A, a thing that Microsoft decided, like, we're going to stick with $60 to kind of, like, shove it in Sony's face, or if they're just like, oh, we're happy with $60. Because I think, like, Ubisoft games are still $60, right? It's really, right now, only On Sony, Sony first per- party. Let me see. I'm looking at the store right now. Well, Sony's first party and some some third parties, too. Yeah. I mean, so, like 2K. Mm-hmm. And Madden, maybe maybe Madden to EA. I'm not sure. Let's see. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Well, that might not be a great example because it's a year old. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine right now though. Um, let's see what other games do we have? PS five games. I'm gonna look at three D billiards pool and snooker remastered. Dominic, that is twenty four ninety nine. God, there's a lot of trash right now, Dominic. <laughs> like Returnal was seventy dollars. Was that was seventy dollars? Returnal was Returnal? seventy dollars. Yeah, but Ooh. that was also Sony. So you know, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's one of those things where it's like, is is it is Sony going to push? Let's see what Battlefield is. Battlefield is going to be seventy for pre order right now. Borderlands, Borderlands three next level bundle for, but that's PS4. Yeah, I think and I don't PS5. think it's going to be a point. But at least right now in my life, I'm going to buy a game when it first comes out at seventy. Yeah, but th- then again, because I'm going to have the Game Pass, so right. Uh, it that's see that's going to help. <laughs> that's going to help me with that. Like even if even if the game is it's exclusive to the Sony platform, I I and I and I have a PS5, I would just be like, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Either you get it or I'll wait. Like it's gonna be one or the other. Um but yeah, just I'm not seeing a good reason for it. Mm. I don't yeah, like I mean, for this. Those are really the only games I'm seeing at sixty nine ninety nine is like Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy Seven. Cause even like there's an Assassin's Creed Valhalla Deluxe Edition. Oh, Final Fantasy Seven remake is fifty nine ninety nine? It's sixty nine ninety nine. My God! Yeah, I would have been. I was. I would have been pissed with fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> but damn. Yeah, that's that's like, rough. It would be fifty nine nine with the um with the DLC though. Um, yeah, it like, is with the DLC. Yeah, 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 yeah but still seventy dollars. D- I don't give a damn. That's too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, you're basically paying seventy dollars for the DLC. Although you could do like the upgrade or something, right? Wasn't if you purchased the game, wasn't there? I want to say yes. Yeah, because I think wasn't it like if you purchase the game, you could get a free upgrade to the yeah, PS5 if you version. It, that doesn't count. But yeah, then that doesn't you had count to for buy, the yeah. Then you had to buy the DLC separate. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking complicated. Yeah, it does. It didn't count for the you know the PlayStation the Plus one. Yeah, yeah. Which is shit. Because come on, let me let me play that on the PS5. At least let me have the free upgrade of graphics. Like I don't need the DLC, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that is <laughs> shitty. It's real shitty, Donnie. Oh man, because it's like I don't have to buy a game again when I get like a new uh, graphics card or exactly. just a new computer in general or something. If I upgrade, uh, it's like <laughs> yeah, 
That's why it's like, if Sony was like serious about this, they would just raise the price on everything and be like, games are more expensive to make nowadays. Whether you're getting the PS4 version or the PS5 version, it's going to be $70. And if you buy the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 version. And if you have the PS5 version, you can play the PS4 version. But regardless, it's going to be $70. Like just if they were willing to make that commitment, which they are not, it would at least be less confusing. And I think people be more understanding of in aspect of it. Like they wouldn't be happy about it, obviously, but at least there would be some consistency there instead of all this confusing bullshit where it's like, Oh, I can buy this version, but then I have to pay $10 to upgrade it. Or I can buy this version. I got to pay $20 to upgrade it. But if I buy this version, then I got to spend $30 to upgrade it. Just seems, seems like a lot. So anyway, Dominic, those are the games. You got anything else for the week? Uh, do I have anything else? No, I think I'm good, man. All right. Thank you guys. As always for listening, you check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth five. I am at Regulus MB. The podcast is at superpod S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website where you can check us out. It has all of our podcast episodes as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube where there's a video version of this podcast and then iTunes, Stitcher, Google podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. And until next time, guys, see you later. All right, see you.